I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Yeah. Uh, nowadays every girl has bisects See a fly girl, now they wanna try sex And bisects, I mean scissoring, I guess I don't know what you do in intercourse In the course of it all, kinda wonder what's the cause of it all See you with quite a large portion of y'all In fact, I got a quick little story for y'all Okay, fresh out of high school, starting at college See a cute girl, thought I might try to holler Till I know that she pregged up And I don't need the stress of a fed up baby daddy-ass father So I fall back, time pass, and I notice on a MySpace page though Said single, guess her man was a lame though It's weird, cause now her page is full of rainbows she picked a lamey, dogged her out, she's a man hater now She's claiming lesbian because her best friend ate her out She's so confused but gets the choose who's gonna date her now Guys to gals, dicks to chicks, but I bet she'll be back later But her ass so bitter Used to walk around with an asshole with her That's gonna get her Pizzazz in the past had him hard like brass And a man's pole fitter But she's done with guys At least for a grace period of 90 days She's sort of in that lost trying to find me phase Now ball shorts cover those thunder thighs Don't mind the fact that she's not attracted To the new women she'll say she's like And still claims by as a gay lesbian Into men on the low and not offended by dyke I'm not a homophobe, don't hate me She, you put the A-G in she Hitch out of spike on the switch overnight It's all natural, let it be what it be We shouldn't care about the sex or the gender of who you have sex with and how when you bend her Whether bumper the back or fender the fender But you make a mess when you play a pretender That's no trend, worthy of following That's no friend, if so your heart's hollow then Be yourself, fuck everyone else Don't go around trying to fuck with everyone else then. She picked a lamey, dogged her out She's a man-hater now She's claiming lesbian because her best friend ate her out She's so confused but gets to choose who's gonna date her now Guys to gals, dicks to chicks But I bet she'll be back later Ow! Throw down my books, went up to the door. Pressed the doorbell, what was in store? Aisha came out with a smile. Oh no! She ain't what? Whoops. <laughs> she ain't. <laughs> you messed up that. She ain't worth. She ain't worth the while. <laughs> I know I messed that up. <laughs> so I passed her a lollipop and a letter. Told her so, let's, let's keep this a secret. Now remember, Aisha. Only you can keep this. Ooh, face. I I, I, I kind of missed that wrap up. Don't there. be so Sorry. mean to her. Don't be so mean. I know. Yeah, that's back when you used to have, have to have a little rap in the middle of your uh, singing. <laughs> you, had to, you had to be that's, a real that's playground. That's at the playground, you know. Um, Actually, that is Aisha. Hey, welcome to the Blackout <laughs> Chips Podcast. Your host, Rod and... Karen, who obviously don't know her... her uh, uh, uh. Uh, I'm terrible. Sorry. Yeah, got the songs mixed up. Is when not they, off to a good start. When they known as ABC, they were known as another bad creation. Okay, I do, I do remember that much. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they were uh, Chris Cross's nemesis. Yes. When Chris Cross came into the game and said they wear their pants to the back with a little slack, and I quote because Inside Out is wiggly 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 whack. I know, because I threw my clothes backwards too. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you did. You I probably did. Wore like this a side out too. I ain't do inside out. I, I did backwards though. Yeah, you seem like the type. Ah, 
there would like some shit like that. Yes, I would. Mm-hmm. You keep up with that. Probably had some hammer pants. Oh, of course I had some hammer pants with mm-hmm. the black patent leather shoes and the big ass shoelaces. Yes, sir. And, uh, and a full force uh, jerry curl. And I did have that. Oh, 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 oh. Here come the hammer. <laughs> This show is already starting off the rails. Anyway. <laughs> hey, welcome to the Blackout Tips Podcast with your host Rod and Karen. And we're in the house for another episode on a Thursday evening. Yep, yep. A beautiful 68 degree Thursday in Charlotte, North Carolina in the middle of January. Up oh, February, son. Uh, February, good God. Even, so I guess, it is, I guess global warming is, is real. Yep, it's Groundhog's Day. Yeah, it's almost time to buy Valentine's presents and, uh, I'm still, I can go outside and play ball right now if I wanted to. I know it's so. It's beautiful. People talk about it, it ain't winter. I don't give a damn. It's still February on the calendar, so yeah. it's winter. I want to know what July gonna feel like. It's mm-hmm. gonna be like Satan gonna be in the shade drinking iced tea and shit. <laughs> Tell my nigga, don't go out there, it's hot. Yeah. <laughs> you like stay here with this AC with me? Shit. I know. You know I know what heat is. Don't go out there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going back to hell where it's cooler. Yes. Anyway, thanks, Republicans, for <laughs> getting rid of all the emissions and, and all the other restrictions on uh, Global burning shit warming, up. Yes. Uh, anyway, so you listen to this podcast. Uh, you can find us all kinds of ways. You can go to theblackouttips.com which is probably the easiest way to find everything you need to know about us. Yes, it is. While you're there, you can donate to the show. You can do one-time donations. You can do recurring donations, mm-hmm. however you would like to set it up for as little or as much as you would like. You can also, uh, like, subscribe to the page. Mm-hmm. We're getting up there, getting about 50-something subscribers to the page. People are slowly catching on to the fact that they would rather get an email before we do a show. They go straight to their email and then not hope that they randomly catch us on uh you know on twitter yes and i try to tell people when you uh sign up for that you normally get it before everybody else knows we post it on the page and you immediately get informed yeah and i um and it's guaranteed to come to your email every time um and i I saw someone uh talking about this uh, earlier they listen to the podcast on itunes but they don't know when we record live Mm-hmm. Well, if you join the, uh, you know, you subscribe to the page, theblackouttips.com, you can get an update. And they'll tell you exactly when we're going to record live. And we try to do it at 5 o'clock on, on Thursdays, Eastern Standard Time, of course, mm-hmm. 5 o'clock in the evening, mm-hmm. uh, 10 a.m. on Saturday morning for feedback, and 7 p.m. on Sundays. Uh, With the exception of this Sunday. Yeah, not on Super Bowl Sunday. No, we're going to be watching a football That's game. That's the Lord's Day. Um, but <laughs> we're going to be uh, watching football, so we'll be doing a special. 11 a.m. Yes. Sunday show. But, yeah. um, yeah. So, yeah, that's that's basically the gist of the whole thing, man. It's easy to get in contact with us by going to theblackouttips.com. Um, and it leaves you other options, such as uh, you can join the Facebook page right from there. Yes, you uh, can. Don't forget, you can like all of our posts there. You can share our posts mm-hmm. on Google+. Plus. You can plus one it. So there's all sorts of uh, ways to inform people in your social networks about our show mm-hmm. and bring them here and introduce them to your secret love of ratchetness. Ah! Yes. That nobody ever had to know about. Um, but, yeah, you can do that. You can go to the store, you know, buy stuff with our logo on it. And, oh, yes. Uh, support us that way. It's a really easy way to show some support. And, yes, it uh, is. You know, we don't get as much profit from that as a, compared to a donation, but we do get the fact that you love our product enough to represent it and maybe even become the official something of the show. Yes. You know, you get you a T-shirt. All of a sudden, you can go to the official 
uh cheese eater of the show so you know you can do that shit <laughs> and just so you know for the donations we have a one-time donations and kind of find out the one-time donation you can make them any amount you want to and you can do we got recurring donations which go as low as five dollars yeah like five a month or something um yes. don't forget also um there's other ways to contact the show. It is. Other ways to get involved. You can go to iTunes and leave us a five-star review. Now, I stipulate five stars because if it's five stars, regardless of content, we will read it we will. live on the air yes, Saturday will. mornings. Mm-hmm. So you can find out, you know, you can say, I hate your guts, Rod. I think you should vote uh, for Ron Paul, even though he hates black people. And I'll be like, damn, I got to read that. You know? <laughs> It's the only way to get your shit out there. That's the only way. It's the only way to give me the compliment Tyler Perry and Steve Harvey and the like. And Tyrese. (laughs) But but I've done it before, but in the name of my promise to read all five star reviews. Yes, you have, sir. Um so yeah. To to take a strong drink of that Coke and Rum afterwards, but you 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 stood by your word, sir. I stood by my word. So yeah, you can go to iTunes and do that. Go to join the Facebook page. I think we're uh, a little over twenty five hundred people now. Yes, sir. Um that like us. Uh you can go to Stitcher Radio, you can favorite the show. You can also email the show. Uh we read the emails on Saturday too, the Black Mm -hmm. Tips at gmail.com. Been getting a lot of good feedback for our last episode cool. uh, through the emails and whatnot. You can leave a voicemail, uh, 704-557-0186, or you can call the show live on Saturday when I fucking tell you to. <laughs> so please do not call the show randomly as we're trying to play voicemails because Skype does not like that shit. And we don't know why either. We're just losing voicemails, and then Gabby just called us randomly in the middle of the week last week, like... I don't even know. I don't even know. It's the yeah. show's out of control, Karen. It don't have call waiting. When they create that, you might be able to do it. But until then, we ask that you <laughs> only call in when we request uh, that you call in. Yeah, please. Yeah, just randomly calling us and shit. Hey, man, what's up? I don't know. What's up with you? Chilling. Nigga, you call my show. <laughs> what the fuck is the point? Um, but you can also, uh, don't forget also, the official weapon of the show. Is the taser. We do love you guys, but... Yeah, I mean, yeah. Yeah. Call 704-557-0186 when we ask you to. No problem. No problem. Just try not to call when the show's live um, unless we tell you to. So, all right. Don't forget, official weapon is a taser. The unofficial sport is? Bullet ball. And bullet ball extreme. Yes, sir. And this podcast, my favorite kind of podcast. It is. Why, Karen? Because it's sponsored. That's damn right. I am getting some money. I'm getting money, fool. Today's podcast. That's right. Thursday, February the 2nd. Today's mm-hmm. podcast is sponsored mm-hmm. by the audio play, Mommy's Will. It's about five sisters who are forced to spend time with their money-grubbing biological fathers. Mm. That's right, Karen. The roles are reversed. Wow. This isn't like basketball wives. No, this is actual ah! real life. Um, but uh, they're forced to spend time with their money-grubbing biological fathers in this hilarious new comedy. As you can tell from the title, Mommy's Will, somebody is probably dead. Right? Yeah, I'm assuming Mama. Right. And so, Mama must have had a lot of money. Right? Yes, sir. And then, these men that have never seen these girls in their life. They come out of nowhere and they say, I want to be involved in your life now that you got this money. I'm ready to come up too. And then hilarity. That's right, Karen. And then hilarity. She ensues. 
Uh, I listened to it this ah. morning. I thought it was really funny, man. Um, it's actually only a dollar fifty for fifteen minutes of hilariousness. Uh, it can be found at shadowdollproductions.com slash mw.html. But of course, I'll have the link on the site by the end of the show. So don't worry about that. You yeah. just go there and click on it or search sponsor or just go to shadowdollproductions.com. That's not like that. It'd be a soap opera. Um, it was funny. I, I mean, you probably could have made it into a series. I don't know, but, uh, let's just say, uh, it's interesting to see what happens with those fathers coming to get that money from those little girls. Ah, I'm glad I wasn't a part of the crew. Yeah, because they would have got your money. <laughs> no, they wouldn't have. <laughs> um, all right, man. So all sorts of ratchetness has been happening. I have random thoughts and things we need to cover and whatnot. Um, the first thing I got to say, man, um, rest in peace, Don Cornelius. Yes, the yes. soul train. Yeah, he on the soul train. That's right. Um, so he apparently committed suicide yesterday at the wow. beginning of Black History Month. I know that's what they were saying. And uh, as as per usual, I was looking at my Twitter feed. It was early in the morning, and uh, niggas lost their damn mind. Can they lost their mind? I, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> hey, I like I like Don Cornelius as much as the next man, but some of y'all need to seek a little bit of help. Now, I'm not saying it's not sad anytime somebody's killed, but Twitter turned into some craziness. Like, you know, first of all, you had the people that are like, I would never, I, don't, I hate cowards that kill themselves and stuff like that. And I'm like, man, I, I, I don't really, I, you never know why somebody, what somebody's going through nope. that would make them want to commit that. And I, I mean, because I think, some of us can't relate to like clinical depression because we haven't really had it. No, you've been sad, right? But you have not been depressed. Like you ain't, you don't, you not, you haven't got to the point where you waking up with years of this shit. It is not the same. Yeah, and I think what happens is in our arrogance, we start going like, "Well, I mean, a girl broke up with me in the ninth grade, and I ain't killed myself." And it's like, "Yeah, but you know, there could be a chemical imbalance in this man's brain." Yes, I know he was going through a divorce at the time. I mean, he's also 75. Who knows what was going through this dude's head? But it's just kind of funny that people get so funky about it. And, mm-hmm. you know, I try not to judge because you never know, man. I remember when I was an intern, I worked for this guy. And his brother had, uh, or no, his brother-in-law had committed suicide, which left, you know, his the, my, my manager's sister and children to fend for themselves pretty much. And so just even talking about suicide, even like a joke about it, even certain, uh, you know, references that we have in our, you know, anecdotal like speech and stories and shit, he would just go off the handle and get really pissed about it. So I try not to judge people that even say the shit about, you know, suicide is for weak people and shit because I'm like, well, maybe they had they had somebody that killed themselves and now that this is how they are reacting to it because I can see how that would, you know, affect somebody in the long run. Um you know, when I was uh, in like seventh or eighth grade, I, I heard about a kid uh, killing himself that, you know, I thought was a really cool, happy-go-lucky kid, man. Always laughing, always, the life of the party always joking, and then they found him hanging in his closet, dead. Yeah, and also, too, I think that people in their own personal arrogance feels like, well, I never had thoughts about killing myself. Why would you? And a lot of people, this goes back to their own arrogance, think that they, ah, well, I, I ought to be able to see it. Not so. Some people do not show 
any signs of it. And my thing is that they felt like some people feel like somebody should always know. And this is not always true. Sometimes people on a fake facade and they pretend like it's all right when it's not. Yeah, I think that's what happens too is um one like this is also the thing is we are we're arrogant. Like Very. we like to feel like everything's in control. And and everything we've experienced, you should experience the same thing exactly as I should. And that's not so either. And that everything should have a rhyme and a reason to it. Yes. It should be like a math to it so we can say, "Okay, this person killed himself because this, this and this." You see what I'm saying? It shouldn't be like, "Okay, we're going to um you know, we're we're gonna mess mess we're gonna basically uh I'm gonna sniff out my friend's depression. Cause you'll see people say like, well maybe he didn't have a support group around him. Maybe nobody was checking on him. And it's like, yeah, but that's the assumption that there's all these signs and people are constantly passing them by and people don't care. Like, no, sometimes people do love people and people still kill themselves. Yep. And you so know, it's not somebody's fault necessarily. Nope. We we're always looking to ascribe blame to somebody but it's, it's, it's not really blame to be passed around sometimes and also and this is how i feel people that think logical always have to have a logical reason as to why what happened is illogical and irrational so why should it make sense to you as a logical thinking person so you have to understand that the shit ain't gonna make sense and guess what the world is truly fucked up right yeah so you know he died uh committed suicide and you know, of course, the disaster basin starts on Twitter and stuff. And I saw a couple of people saying stuff like, oh, my God. Oh, Don Cornelius kills himself on the first day of Black History Month. It's all downhill from, hill from here, y'all. And I'm like, wait a minute. Hold up. Stop the presses. Um, first of all, you really think he was sitting there with a gun to his temple waiting till with midnight? 12? <laughs> like, yeah, I, I got to do this like on that. the first day of Black History Month. They got to remember me. It's the only way. Like, no, I don't Going think down in history. I don't think it works. I guess, son. Yeah, I don't think that's what happened. You know, and I don't. And what does downhill from here mean? Like, is are all the historical black figures just gonna start dying off one at a time? No, that goes back to Twitter in general. Or people in general love the disaster bait. So it's almost like he kicked it off, and they're like, "Hey, it's gonna be downhill from here." Well, I was just. It was just just some. Just like. I don't know. It's just this thought process of like, well, it's going to get worse from here on out. And this is the, you know, this is the, the highest point of the month after this. Oh, Karen, you don't even want to know what happens after this. I guess I don't. The way you sounded. So I started guessing. I was like, <laughs> fuck it. I'll do it. I'll, I'll guess what happens next. And I, I thought, man, this reminds me of the plot to black to, to final destination. Okay. Because, you know, in Final Destination, everybody escapes death, and then eventually death comes back and slowly starts killing them off one at a time, day by day, until yes. everybody that's supposed to die is dead. Yes. So I started my own hashtag on Twitter called Final Destination Black History Month. <laughs> and I came up with some creative deaths, Karen. Okay. Because I think, I think Don would have wanted us to laugh, you know? Not that I know that, man, but... Come on, man. We can't be sad forever. I know so. So, you know, a few minutes after I heard of his death, I said, let's have some laughs, people. Because this shit is stupid. <laughs> Y'all act like we're going to wake up February 2nd and find out Al Sharpton died in a freak hair dryer malfunction at the beauty salon. <laughs> that's how those. That's how they go. That's how those Final Destinations go, man. Uh, had some more. I had KRS-One shot by Nelly fan who still thinks it's 2002. <laughs> that's right, Karen. That's sad. The rapper Common 
Mm-hmm. Found dead in the thrift store dressing room, suffocated by a Smedium polo shirt. Oh my! Final destination: <laughs> Black History Month. Uh, Chris Mullen dies from heart attack in some sister's apartment in Harlem. Oh! Final destination: Black History Month. Can oh, thing. That's why he couldn't help himself. Uh, what else we got here? Tupac found in the Galapagos Islands, shot to death while recording his 234th mixtape. For real, this time. <laughs> Final destination Black History Month, Karen. That's right. Mike Jordan eaten by a starving Charles Barkley at the Weight Watchers food shipment delayed in the mail. <laughs> Never get between Charles Barkley and food. Please don't. Eddie Murphy killed by Johnny Gill in murder suicide lover spat. Final ah! destination Black History Month. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Wayne Brady completely unharmed and alive. Final destination, Black History Month. Ah! <laughs> he got away. Yeah. Well, um, Michael Rappaport found strangled to death in Q-Tip's attic. Uh-oh. That's right. He screwed them on that documentary, Karen. Q-Tip never forgot. Of course not. Oh, no. And, you know, I see other people added a bunch, you know, and I appreciate everybody participating in the Final Destination Black History Month hashtag, man, because we might as well have fun with this shit, man. Ah, Claire. Nobody really cares, you know what I mean, as far as uh, black people. So why should we start? It's too late. It's too late. <laughs> but, um, but, yeah, but anyway, man, it was just kind of it was just kind of funny, man, because we had a whole lot of, uh, you know, people getting out upset. You know, a lot of people, it's too soon. I was like, too soon for what, man? You know what I mean? How's it too soon to make a joke? Because the joke is actually about them. Yeah, it's not actually about it's not actually about Don Cornelius. Mm -mm. It's about this stupid ass disasterbation that people like to do, man. So, I mean, that's what that's what I found pretty to be pretty damn stupid, man. So so basically I was like, yeah, it's time to get at these people. And, you know, of course, some people are going to get offended. And uh, that's absolutely fine. I don't mind uh, people getting offended. Uh, I'll be okay. Um, I know so. Anyways, man, uh, the other thing that happened yesterday that creeped me the fuck out, man. Uh -oh. Like, it was just weird. Like, you just don't, I don't, like, I don't know what's wrong with people, man. And maybe it's just me, but it was National Signing Day. Oh, yeah, yeah, we can talk about that because I got my opinions about that. But you go first, sir. Well, um, all right, for people that don't know. Uh, National Signing Day is actually where kids coming out of high school sign up to be college players. They commit to universities. They tell everybody like, hey, I'm going here. I'm going there. Right. Mm -hmm. And I have so many issues with this. Not Me only because because like my main issue, let's just start with the ethics of the thing. Of course, they're going to go play college sports for free. You know, people like to count the 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 costume or the, they, people like to count the scholarship as some sort of a you know oh no no that counts too it's like no man you, you're essentially paying for uh you know a, a thank me later a iou mm -hmm. you know and i don't appreciate that so that's that's my main issue but then it's like on that day on signing day we create the monsters that we hate later Yes, sir. So, you know, these, these the people who are like, yeah, you know, I don't have a problem with these spoiled, entitled athletes. What do they get off? What do they think? They get off from you. Like you, the people who ag like just agonize over the decisions and watch. Literally, Karen, this is not a joke. They set up video cameras of fax machines. 
fax, on fax machines so they can just watch the faxes come in to the actual college so they can see like okay his letter of commitment is coming into the college now i'm going to be able to see uh you know what's going on like i need to know exactly when this person committed to my college and they turn around and they go oh i hate these people word um and you signing a piece of paper send it to somebody they got a camera on it mm-hmm. you don't get paid for shit they don't give you shit you can't even make money off your image right and I think one dude ended up getting in trouble because he ended up breaking one of the rules before the shit was even official. I don't know. Like, I don't follow it that close because it sickens me. Yeah, and like, the only reason it, why I did is because it popped mm-hmm. up on uh, Yahoo when I logged on. I just kept it pushing. That's why I said some dude. I don't know who he was. And the, the, problem, I have, the problem I have with it is this. How dare you people sit, and I'm just going to keep this real, and say you're upset and you're outraged about LeBron making the decision. You're upset and you're outraged about ESPN and the cameras and the following him and all that bullshit right there, right? Right. But you're the same people that would come and defend a teenager, a teenager. Do you know how many times I changed my fucking mind as a teenager? Right. You will uh, brutalize a teenager for not going to your school, right. email him, phone call him, Twitter him, Facebook him. Put threats on him and his family because he did not go to your university. Yeah, and some of the hatred starts immediately. Like, yes, there's not it even does. a. Like, the second that that person picks that other hat up and decides, like, yeah, I'm not going to um, go to this school, I'm going to go to that school. Uh, like, uh, uh, shout out to my man Michael Felder, aka In the Bleachers on Twitter, um, who did such a great job covering signing day yesterday as he basically searched Twitter. For bitter, angry fans who were just like mentioning kids and threatening them, and yes. you know, I hope you tear your ACL since you picked Alabama over Michigan and shit like that. You shouldn't do that. And yeah. you got grown ass people who are coming at teenagers, right? So he, children. He called them out and he did like a to catch a predator, uh, you know, uh, parody where he was basically saying like, "Have a seat over there. Why would you say something like that?" So it was pretty, um, you know, it was pretty hypocritical man because like i said they they're gonna create the monsters they hate so you can't really say you hate lebron james no but but then but then you you can't not watch a kid that's 17 years old 17 decide what college he's gonna go to you can't not watch that like the fact that you can't put the the fucking tv on something else show it justifies everything lebron james did with that decision and that's why i ain't mad at him i'm not mad at him he can choose his fucking own destiny and he's getting paid for it and my and and i and i guess the problem that i have is that they are children and everybody calls them children until they make you know errors and all of a sudden you you ought to be grown and you shouldn't have known what this is i feel like this don't have a signing day fuck it then we just turn on espn and, and see him out there on the court why should i know where you sign Right. It's, uh, I don't like, care. And the thing is, though, like fans want this. So it's like that's why I'm saying the fans are their own problem. Like if you wait till they get to the NBA and then you start hating on them and calling them spoiled and entitled and where do they get these huge egos from? You fed the ego. You created the monster you hate. Now you want to go and burn it down like it's some sort of Frankenstein. But this is your creation here. Yes, it is. Like you put life into these kids because no fucking kid is ready at 17 to have his ass kissed for the rest of his life. No kid is ready for that. No kid is ready to be on national fucking TV and 
have everybody just, you know, salivating over whether he's going to go to Ohio State or he's going to go to Oklahoma State. No one is ready for that. So you end up with these kids who, you know, really can't grasp exactly what is going on at the time. And they and they and they get, you know, ridiculed and they get beat down and get, you know, pressured from all these people that want them to go to their school. And when they don't fuck you. You know what I mean? It's fuck you for the rest of your life. You go to, you know, you go to NFL, it's fuck you. You go, you drop out of school, it's fuck you. Like, it's fuck you to that kid forever because he decided, I think I'm going to go to whatever instead of this. And fundamentally, what is the difference between a kid who's holding up a Michigan State hat in one hand and a Notre Dame hat in the other hand and then says, I'm going to Notre Dame compared to LeBron James saying I might go to New York. I might go to Miami. It's in my mind. It's not a difference. It's just just not a difference. And I think for me, the problem that I have with it is just for the fact that you have cameras on them. But yet when they get older and become superstars and you got these same cameras on them, all of a sudden it's not cute no more. Why? Because they're not 17 and not naive and they're not dumb. Right. And I think also it's about empowerment and control. Like the fact that LeBron James is in control of his life every every because I think one of the reasons that and, and, you know, most people won't admit this. But one of the reasons that college fans are OK with signing day is because all it essentially is doing is a whole choosing a pimp. You know, it's just you like you're still ending up picking the best pimp for you, which means you will have no control and no rights for the next three to four years anyway. So they're okay with that because it's just you joining somebody's stable as opposed to LeBron James, who was like, Hey man, I'm uh, going to go do what the fuck I want to do. I want to do. And nobody can change that. No one can control me. I control my own destiny. And that was a slap in the face to the average Joe Sixpack sitting at home who goes to a job that he can't fucking stand in the morning. And that that's where the offense comes in. And it's on a deeper level. It's on a subconscious level. So, you know, and that's the slap in the face that these people are dealing with. And that's what they want to shut down. But, you know, somebody was like, nah, man, you know what it is, uh, a lot of people think LeBron was arrogant and spoiled and entitled, and that was the straw that broke the camel's back. No, no. let's not rechange. Let's not change, change history. Su- no, because one, his Q rating went from the best in the league to the fucking most hated. Now that happened after the decision. That didn't happen. Yes. That, it wasn't dropping leading up to the decision. All this shit. Nope. It, it was a hey, let's check it out after the decision. What do you know? He went from everyone's favorite to the most hated player in the nba and possibly in sports for a little while yes so, um, and, my, and still stays there still and, in the bottom five and my thing is that i want to know who do they ask like right. um, you know i'm not trying to be fun it's like they don't ever ask me i don't get ever get a phone <laughs> right. call i don't ever get an email i don't ever get a pop-up request of what do you think about this shit all i know well, is the i poll think comes well out. i don't think the poll i'm not questioning the validity of the poll i think those polls are accurate as shit a lot of people hate lebron james a lot. I don't find that to be like something like, oh, man, I don't know anybody. I, you know, you go on Twitter and you just say like, man, that's a good shot. Fuck that nigga, man. Fourth quarter. He, he, you know, that's like, true. That's they, true. you know, people hate Kobe Bryant. That shit is real. It's not like, oh, man, this why are they misreporting this phenomenon? No, people do hate LeBron James. People do hate Kobe Bryant. But I think what it is, is that people get so trapped in by sports that they don't understand why they hate certain things yeah or why they, they don't understand angry. why something and, bothers and, them and because i separate uh what you do on the court with what you do off the court and right. a lot of people don't they combine it all together and when you went back to um signing day also uh, they do signing day and most of them people 
you'll never hear from again. Right. Like, what about that? You, you, you're putting somebody on TV who, when they get there, they might not never be on the court. You don't know what what's well, going to happen to Well, here's career. the thing about signing day that a lot of people don't understand. It's not actually about bringing in the best class. No, it's not. To actually contribute to your school. A lot of fans think that. And that's because fans are fucking idiots and suckers. Mm-hmm. Fans get into this whole rah, 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 my team, your team, blah, 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 bullshit. Meanwhile, the NCAA is just getting you to pump more money yes. into that corrupt-ass system where they don't have to pay any kids. Mm-mm. And, you know, you're dumb enough to turn the other way and be like, yeah, man, well, at least we're not cheating like Ohio State. And then your program gets busted. And Well, at least we're not cheating like North Carolina. And then that program gets busted. Like, it's, it's, a, it's a fucking shell game. But people are dumb enough to buy into it. So, you know, they're doing what they're doing to get this money. Yes, sir. Um, that's like that. But but the thing is, like, I think a lot of people have this hate inside them because they feel controlled in their life. And they don't have a way to express it. But, like, to they don't really want to confront those issues of, I feel boxed in. I'm boxed into my fucked up marriage. I'm boxed into these kids I don't like that don't play sports and ain't that good. I'm boxed in. I'm boxed in because I ain't 6'6", 250. I'm boxed in because I don't have, I'm not as athletic. I can't run. I can't jump. Or, you know, I'm boxed in a job I don't like. I'm not fulfilled. And then they, they use sports to escape. And part of that escapism is the expression of the hatred towards these people they don't know. It is that. And it is, you know, it is wanting to have someone to hate. You know, before the decision, LeBron James was pretty much touted as the anti-Kobe Bryant. Yes, he was. You know, people did not like Kobe Bryant. Writers were actively writing columns of, this is why LeBron James is better than Kobe Bryant, and this is why he's a better leader, and this is why blah, blah, blah. You know, they were actively writing these things over and over and over. Who would you rather play with? Oh, you know, even though he didn't hit the shot down the stretch, he made the right decision when he passed to Danielle Marshall. Like, you know, this constant, like, drum roll of, like, and Kobe's a bitch. Fuck that dude. Anyway, LeBron James, you know, and once he made the decision and showed that, hey, I can be just as every bit as arrogant as Kobe Bryant. Mm-hmm. They they had to knock him down a peg because he was their golden boy. Right now, Kevin Durant's going through that. Yes, he is. Everybody loves Kevin Durant. Love him so much that they hate his teammates. You know, yes, he can't possibly. Do. It's like, no, it's, you don't need to learn how to get more separation and hit a shot. No, um, it's your teammates fault because we love you so much. But they're going to tear him down, too, when he doesn't win the title. Of course. Or they're going to tear him down when he decides to leave fucking Oklahoma City. Right. Derrick Rose is going to go through this. Like, it's just a cycle of hatred. And I just thought that it was funny because I think where it starts is this signing day shit. It's this worship of these high school kids. And then you and like and, and here's the thing. You, you can get everyone in the world to say. Well, what what we need is for kids to take school seriously. Don't just put it all in sports. Have a backup plan. But they don't mean that. Okay. Um. All right. That's cool. That that makes sense. Um. Did you watch a uh, national scholarship signing day for academics? Oh. Oh. You, oh. That you doesn't didn't? exist. Oh. Oh. That oh, oh, oh. There you, isn't one. Oh. You missed the 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 person with the four point signing the Yale. You missed that one. Right. Yeah. What? Yeah, you didn't see about that person with the four point eight five weighted average that decided to go to Harvard. No, you you missed that one. Oh, because that doesn't oh, exist. Word. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm sorry. We don't need TV for that, apparently. No, but we will, but we will stop oh. TV to watch. You know, these oh. kids go to oh, college. Ba- baby, you know what? They missed the letter that you know that person got in the mail that said they had a full ride. They missed that letter. It must have been on C-SPAN. You oh, know? of course it was. Don't nobody watch C-SPAN. Yeah, maybe it's on BET uh, taking place, uh, taking the place of Uncut. 
Yes, I don't know. I think it was. I think it was. But nobody, but nobody cares about that shit because you but don't you, matter. But I, but you know, I watched my timeline all day yesterday, and you know, everybody does. A lot of people do care about this signing shit. I don't. You know, and like I said, it's a measurement of power for the schools because what it really measures is your influence among a certain type of player who is rated a certain way so it's like oh we got six five-star recruits now technically those kids might develop to be shitty players none of them might be good yes but we won't be checking back on that what we will check on is is did they have a good quote-unquote recruiting class or not and it's basically like a game of pokemon you know which ones did you collect (laughs) you know oh you got pikachu damn that was a good class you know, but really, all it is is each school measuring its dick against the other schools. Like, look, we got six niggers. Oh, we got seven. And, you know, that's it. But, you know, <laughs> the fans are just such fucking suckers that they really believe this shit matters to some extent, man. And no one don't. ever brings up those failed classes that just never yes. come to fruition. Nobody ever says. I mean, look, Notre Dame consistently has like top five top ten classes when is notre dame they're not top five top ten school ever for a long time in the top 25 right like how many of those rankings change once notre dame is interested in you you know how many schools oh notre dame's interested in this kid well he's a five-star guy definitely because the media worships notre dame it's just you know it's very hypocritical man um anyway it's black history Mm mom so i a person who follows me on Twitter mm-hmm. that I follow back happens to be a little famous. Veritunde Thurston mm-hmm. came out with a book, How to Be Black. Yes. And I was like, I'm going to buy this shit. I was listening to Blacking It Up and Baratunde was on there pitching his book. And I was like, this is cool, man. I really need to get into this shit. I'm going to go check out his book. Mm-hmm. You know, so I went to Barnes and Noble. The and one up the street? Yeah, we. Yeah. Okay. Karen's laughing. <laughs> Because we live in the white white part of town, so I went to the Barnes and Noble now, on if the white. Now you said the one on the other side of town. I'd be like, oh, okay, no yeah. problem. We I went to the whitest Barnes and Noble in Charlotte. Yes, you did, sir. And uh, you know, I go in there, and you know, I I don't know who designs these bookstores. I really don't. They're terrible. I don't know where to look for the book. I'm looking at new releases. Mm-hmm. I'm you know, there's all kinds of shit out there that I don't read and stuff like that. And there's like. You know, it's, this is the white part of town. It's like, you know, a bunch of conservative books like When America Was Great, the 60s, <laughs> and other stories of slavery. How to keep them in their place. Yeah, you know, shit like that. You know, like, <laughs> the greatest generation, the one that owned the slaves. <laughs> we taking it back, back yeah. to slavery. Right. So, you know, I passed all those books, and finally I just gave up. I was like, let me go to the counter. And it takes balls to do this, man, because... You know, if you don't find the book you you want, you know, you could easily go home and order it online, have it shipped to your house. But I was like, no, I know I'm the only black person in here, <laughs> but I'm going to ask about it. I'm going to ask. So I went to the counter and the lady behind the counter was sitting there and I was like, hey, I'm looking for a book. Um, It's a new book that just came out today, I believe, by Baratunde Thurston. And she's like, I know she's you said Baratunde. She's like, who? Right. Like, she didn't even huh? hit me. Like, she was looking Is that like. Is instrument? I don't understand, sir. <laughs> Baritone? <laughs> who, who are we looking for, sir? Oh, so I was like, okay. Um, obviously, this this is not going to work out. She's not no, going to be able to find not. her by name. <laughs> so I was like, okay. Uh, that, I'm looking for a book. And the name of the book is How to Be Black. And, like, it didn't hit me till I said that. That it sounds like an instructional guide. <laughs> Like it's looking like um sir she will I bet she will say 
I don't mean to sound racist, but did you know you were black? Yeah, you already are, sir. Um, your black ass just walked in here, and you look <laughs> pretty damn black to me. Um, you might want to take a look around. Yes, I don't know how old you are, but last but, time um, I checked, you look like you've been black for a pretty long time. Yeah, we have mirrors in the bathroom. Yes, um, please for look this. at them. Uh, so if you want to check out your blackness. <laughs> Um, feel free i'm yeah. not racist now but feel free you can also just go peruse some of our uh some of our different areas and you'll notice that people will be following you yes that's because you are black ah! so um also when we run your credit card we are going to definitely look at you twice um of course to make sure that it's actually yours and we're going to want to see your id yes. um even though we don't want to see the id of the person in front of you because you already are black that is how you are black yes so um yeah I, I ordered it man and um she's like let me check oh we don't have it in stock and i you know part of me was like a fucking course of oh, course they don't have it in stock they didn't order it what? it's the white it's the whitest of the white fucking stores you know you know i bet you the person you know how how they have to order shit i was like how to be black mm, no we don't want that book here yeah you know if yeah if you're if you're barnes and nobles has a tv in the coffee shop playing fox news they might not be ordering how to be black you know, but they will have um the next Eve hybrid book or the Tyrese book, right. but they're not gonna have how to be black. Yeah, if I would have walked in there and be like, yeah, can I get thank like a man? Steve Harvey got it right here. Yeah, I knew it when you came in. You were black. Yes. Um. So yeah. So I, I, I you know, I got her to order it. She was basically like, we don't have it in stock, but you know, it'll be here in two to three days. And then you said it can't. You went on the day it came out. How do you not have that in stock? I'm telling you, I think it's because they nobody ordered that. Ain't no black people in fucking that go in no, that store. Nobody ordered that shit. That's like, oh, um, did we forget to order? We didn't even order one copy. Shit. You know, but I kind of hope that at least one other person heard me order it because maybe they'll be interested in getting a copy too. You know, um, you know, it has our good friend Jaquetta uh, from hey, the Hey You Know It podcast. Yes, it does. She's in there. She got interviewed. Elon got interviewed. So. Um, you know, it has people we know in, and I, I'm looking forward to reading it, man. I, I'm glad that he didn't add four dummies at the end of the title, cause yeah, that'll really made you look bad. Yeah, that'd have been t- you the left man. They'd be like, oh, did you see the nigga that came in here that wanted to know was he black? Oh, that's I how, can't believe this. That's how I felt afterwards. I felt like I left, and then they all high fived each other, like ah, <laughs> he don't even know how to- he is black. Yes. He doesn't even know. And it was for dummies. Did you read yeah. it for dummies? His pants were sagging, you know? He doesn't even like he has a job. He's Can already you black. believe this? Was that a Bojangles chicken wrapper I saw fall out of his car? I think it was. Girl, we're about to get paid for nothing. Yes, we are. Um, also, that uh, same day, I had my recertification. You know, I already had my recertification in CPR. Yes, sir. But I had my recertification for child safety, people. Uh-oh. That's why I hate children, but they are safe. <laughs> You got to keep them safe, They're safe around me. Okay. Oh, they're real safe around us. Um, so safe they don't exist. And here's what I learned from the child safety for the people who work with children at the gym. Mm-hmm. People ain't shit. No, um, apparently, this just in breaking news, people ain't shit. Um, <laughs> the entirety of the fucking safety program is keeping the kids safe from your ass. It's a bunch of shit that you can't do around the kids. Of and, course. And it's sad that we actually have to have yes, that. Yes, you do. 
Don't touch him. Don't pick him up. Don't choke him. Don't spin him around. Don't smack him upside the head. Don't throw him up against the wall. Right. That and shit, yes. And it's long. Like, it's a long oh, yeah. test. Oh, yeah. I'm- I'm, I'm trying to tell you, I'm going down the list right now. That's what, I mean, that's what you do. And a lot of it is some to catch a predator stuff. It's, a lot of it is common you know, don't go sense. To the, don't go to the bathroom with the child alone. Of course. Don't, you know, if you change a child's diaper, do it in front of everybody. Yes. Uh, no touching uh, kids in the bathing suit area. You just, you know, just like shit where you're just like, who do I work with? Like who, and who would possibly fail this test? Like, is the there pedophile, a pedophile, dude. Like, is there the a pedophile, pedophile out there who is like, um yeah okay so all right uh, i just want to make sure that i i have this straight you know i want to make sure that i get this right okay so you're saying no relationships with kids in the program none yeah well, uh yeah i'm saying no relationship with kids in the program please don't do that um okay what if the kid wants a relationship yeah, um, it, they're children, so uh, not only is it illegal, but it's highly inappropriate with you being one of the people in the program who's looking over the children. And you're over 18, sir. Okay, all right, well, let's go to the next one. All right, so rule number two, uh, uh, whenever a child tries to uh, initiate inappropriate conduct, contact, please make sure to uh, move away from the child as such and such and such and such, such, such. Okay, okay, stop, stop, hold on, hold on. Um, so, okay, the child is initiating the contact, right? Right, in this scenario, child's, yes. So then, like, I can't just, like, you know, let let them, like, play with my balls and I just look. Like, I'm not even um, touching the no, kid. No, 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 sir. No. Um, 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 officer, officer, um, we're going to have to remove this gentleman from the room and take this test. This, his test is officially over. Yeah. Um, he will be answering no for, take his number to pencil, please. Right. Like, uh, hold on, Mr. Sandusky. <laughs> yes. Hold on while I. You got I, to go, sir. Hold on while I go, uh, I got to go up front and ask the security people a question, Mr. Sandusky. You just sit right here. Sit right here, sir. I don't know, man. I just thought that shit was such bullshit, man. Cause like, I just, you know, it's common sense, man. Like. You, you'll be, but they got to let everybody know up front. I really think it's just a liability thing. It's like, we told your uh, ass. Yes. Yes. All right. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, so, so if something happens, people can't turn around and sue them for not telling yeah. your ass not to touch fucking children. Right. And apparently kids are in constant danger. I mean, they're talking yes, about they watch these kids for bruises. Watch them for malnourishment. Yeah, yeah, because parents abuse them, so they they feel like if if they come in and you you know see something, you need to report that too because you know you get DSS involved. A lot of this shit is to get the lawsuits off their asses. Why? Because they probably been sued in the past. Right. I mean, and what? And there's no defense for this shit. It's not like you could take the test and then they catch you doing some shit with a kid and you can go, oh wait, oh you said don't touch the kids in the shower. Shit, man. My bad. I thought you said always, not never. No, like, no, come on, no, dog. Sir. It's already a wrap for you, man. Yes, so it is. I don't Off know. to jail you go. I thought that that test was just really revealing that people still ain't shit, Karen. Nope. It really doesn't matter. Um, uh, speaking of something else, man. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm, the other day I was at work and we had a meeting. And the meeting was like, we're going to um start given some of the tasks that we do or at least training people how to do our task okay these people reside in another country Uh uh-oh the country of india karen 
Uh-oh. So, you know, I'm like, all right, cool. I'm a, you know, I got to do my job. I mean, what am I going to say? Not do it? Uh, that's true. You know, I'm not Brett Favre. I can't be like, fuck Aaron Rodgers, dog. Learn on your own. Like, I got to no. train them, right? But, um, you know, we're going to start teaching people some of the things that we do at our job and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Are they going to be flown in? No, no. We're doing this all telecommunication, all through internet and phone and stuff like that, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so, I am think that I'm training somebody that they're probably going to outsource some of our jobs to oh, at least, at least some. Of course. And we were That's in, common sense. we were in a meeting. Everyone's discussing this and I'm just not under the illusion that I'm the only one who can do my job. Say that again. But I felt like I was sitting in a room full of my coworkers that felt like they were convinced that we had invaluable skills attached mm-hmm. to our nationality like we're american and because we're american we just know some things that someone else can't learn and i was like no first of all um have y'all heard of this thing uh it's, it's kind of new i don't i don't know if people um it's the internet have you heard Hello. of the internet like there's nothing that you know that can't be found on the internet that someone can't google and get a YouTube video of it. Come on, like, now. Honestly, like, there's shit that complex things that I had to set up for this podcast and our, you know, our microphones and all this shit that's complex to me because I didn't know anything about sound equipment and stuff that I just learned from Googling some shit on the internet. Like, oh, okay, so that wire goes here. Cool. Okay, so you want the volume at, at this point. You know, little things that um, I've learned that's supposed to be really difficult, you mm-hmm. know? And I don't think that we're, you know, people are like, well, they're not going to know that this state goes here and that state is over there. Um, There's maps on the Internet. I Say that again. There's all country. Yeah, there's all kinds of sites. So you can put in like two zip codes or two cities and find out exact distance between each other and it, how much time it would take to travel, Uh, you know, in a truck or in a car or course, in a plane. You, you, know? you can Google that. And that goes back to Americans thinking Americans is the shit. Uh, we think we are the best thing ever since sliced bread. And you can't tell us America is powerful, even though polls and statistics say, we were talking about that earlier, that we have failed in every category. Like, but as far I, as we're concerned, we're the best ever. Like, I think they don't, don't want to believe that these people aren't just uh, cheaper than us, but a lot of them are smarter than us. Yes, they are. They, they work harder than us. They work longer than us. They work faster than us. And they don't mind not making as much money that's the thing they don't mind not making as much money so you know i was i was like i wonder if like our american confidence has completely blinded us to our replaceability man like yep. i'm like I, I was like i came out that meeting like gotta freshen up the resume hey, shopping it up sir gotta start shopping around because you, you better. know you know in six months i don't want to be like yeah i taught her how to do my job oh what do you mean i don't have a job anymore you know, why else would I be training them how to do shit that we do already? Like, you know, I I got a feeling when it comes time to make some financial decisions, they're going to go, huh, pay this person $5 a day, pay this dude, you know, $25 an hour. Shit, that's that's not rocket science. That's, that's math. That's right. Simple math. Anybody could do that, man. Yeah, but when the cost of living is high, do you think your job give a fuck about the cost of living? All right, and this is my last random thought before we do articles and stuff. Um... I think maybe it's because I'm getting too many followers. I got enough followers, whatever. But I'm starting to get the feeling that people keep saying something and they think that it's true on Twitter. And I I don't find it to be so. Uh, People are saying that Twitter is a difficult place to have a debate. Mm -mm. 
You know, a lot of people say that. They're like, Twitter is a hard place. You got these character limits. You can't really say what you want to say. The timing of the discussion gets messed up sometimes because, you know, you say something to somebody, they might not respond for an hour. It's too hard to have a debate on Twitter. Um, what do you think about that, Karen? Well, you, I, and I guess for me, I, I can truly say I've never really had like a debate debate like, like what you be having. Right. Um, but I, I can say that um, you can have a discussion across Twitter. You, you really can. Um, but a lot of times people come into these quote unquote debates with preconceived notions. They already come with their bullet points. They, a lot of times people don't want to hear what the other person has to say. Um, and also I think too that everybody thinks they're going to prove the other person wrong or they're going to change your mind versus just talking and having a discussion. But you know me, I, I, I don't put up with folks that want to argue and fuss with you. Like for me, I put on Twitter the other day that childish, uh, that I didn't care what anybody had to say, uh, about it, but I'm a huge fan of childish Gambino right. and I added him because, uh, that's what I want to do. And the thing is that. Sometimes people just walk around looking for debates and just looking for people to fucking argue with. And so these were people that I didn't follow and didn't follow me, people who I'd never seen before. Sometimes I think people actually hold hashtags up just to see certain shit pop up so that they can turn around and just have some shit to say to you. Because out the blue, these people started coming at me and shit like that. You know, I, did, I block a motherfucker. I don't believe in arguing. <laughs> I'm not going to fuss with you. I'm not going to debate with you. You know what? Fuck you. Don't don't at me. I didn't at you. Right. Well, here's the thing. Everything you just said is every debate. Like, it's not like that's, you know, people don't listen. People want to talk over you. People. That's every debate. Mm-hmm. It's difficult to have a debate, period, with people. Even in real life, it's hard to have You know, a most people aren't that fucking smart. No. And then, yeah, a lot of times people get angry and emotional and they don't want to hear and each they, other. And they start doing personal attacks, yeah, not, which so, is off, off basis of what you were even talking about. So, look. I love Twitter for debates because that shit got 140 character limit. Wrap that shit up, dog. Get out again. I do not need that. Like I used to go on message boards um, and you would see people having these debates on message boards and they would literally go pages. I mean, just, you know, four or five paragraph responses. And meanwhile, like people are responding within like a couple of minutes of a, of, of a, a fucking 5000 word essay being put in there. So you have like a, you know, someone writes this incredibly long response or breakdown of whatever points they're trying to make. And then like a minute later, you have somebody just going like, yeah, man, this, uh, I disagree with all this. And, you know, they take one sentence and they're like, this is what's wrong with it. And that is like, uh, something that on Twitter, you don't have to see that often. No. And on top of that, my thing is that I follow enough people on Twitter that if y'all have a five hour discussion, I'm not going to know the shit because I got other people tweet between y'all. Right. So I think that is, um, I think that it's kind of cool to have a 140 character limit and, uh, you know, to have it where you have go to on. actually read somebody's shit to reply to it and yes. stuff. I like that. Yes. If that's the case, go argue on fucking Facebook where you can do that shit. Yeah. I don't like any of these long drawn out arguments Me that either. happen in other places. I like the, the wrap it up button. I do too. And, and one thing I do like about Twitter is short, it's sweet, it's straight to the point. And uh, my thing is that if you can't fit it within 140 characters, you need to split it up between two tweets and just don't tweet that shit. Like, I wish I could do that to my life. Say that again. Like, I wish I could make my life like somebody starts bitching at me. I go, whoa, whoa, whoa. You got 140 characters to sum this shit up. And then they just say, like, uh, well, I think you should have passed the ball on the court, man. Last time I was on the break, you saw me on the wing. And then 
And I'm and then they're just like, yeah, you got cut off, dog. That was 140 characters. Yeah, that, that's that's it. You know, it's like, it, well, I need to tweet longer. Well, I'm not reading those. No, so, you're, uh, you're you just out trouble. of luck, buddy. Um, mm-hmm. And then they're like, fuck that, son. And I'm like, block. Yeah, so and, now, and that's the way it goes. And I imagine the block button like Superman. Uh, I think it was Superman 2 where he took the S off his chest and he threw it at the other Kryptonians. And then they got trapped in the plastic and thrown out to space. <laughs> that's my block. That's my block button. I hit block and report the motherfuckers as, as, as spam. Bam. Yeah, yes, sir. And then, they, then you just see them trapped in glass like, no. Yes, and I will have your ass trapped there forever. And you will be spammed until I decide to take it off of you. Right. That's all. That's what I like mm-hmm. to do. Anyway. I, I like that shit, too. I wish you could block people in real life, especially when people come talking bullshit. You'll be like, oh, you know what? You want to be crazy today? Blocked. Yeah, wouldn't that be awesome? Oh, that'd be wonderful. Someone comes to ask you like a real personal question. family members. Right. You're like, oh, no, man, I blocked mm-hmm. you already. I can't see I can't see your phone calls or, and your responses or, to me. Or you know what? Or either be like Google Plus, or you can put them in circles. Oh, you in that circle that I never see. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> that's why I didn't know. That's why I didn't know that happened. You're in the ex-girlfriend circle. Yes. All right. Well, speaking of people being in the circle. Okay. Everyone has been sending me this link today. I've been trying to avoid it like the plague. It's our boy Eddie Long. He's back in the news, Karen. He back in the house. Yep. Wow. Um. Apparently, he's gonna get crowned. Well, he did get crowned as a king. Crowned as a king? A king of what? King of the pedophiles? What is we kinking him on? Yes, yeah, him, R. Kelly. That you know, they just sitting Sandusky. at the top. Yeah, Jerry Sandusky is like, damn. But uh, yeah, like, so I, I got a video here of his coronation. Um, I'm gonna play it for everybody, so let's check it out, man. Apparently, it's pretty ratchet. I want to demonstrate something to you. Praise God. How many feel an anointing in the room? Amen. Now, this dude that is talking right now is not Eddie Long. It's some random white dude, um, and he looks like a James Bond villain a little bit. He does. He looks like he'd be like Bond. Yeah. Have you? Were you the one that stole those jewels? <laughs> So, uh, you know, where are the papers, Mr. Bond, and shit like yes, that? Yes, like, while why, why they're playing, what is it, 21 Blackjack or something at the table? Yeah. Craps. They always got to be playing <laughs> poker and shit. Yeah, yeah. My name's all wrong. I'm sorry. Here we go. This is God's government. This is a scroll that's 312 years old. Found in Auschwitz and Birkendahl. So he's pulling out what looks like to be a like a it's almost like a fabric, uh, some something in fabric that two people are holding up, and you know he's saying that it's a scroll, um, like an old school like Bible scroll, right? Three hundred twelve years old, Karen. Not so not all the way old school, just you know kind of old, old school. school. Okay, because it's a Jewish scroll. And, oh, okay. You know, he's you know he's Jewish. It's a Holocaust scroll. Because the Jews, we love the government of God. We took it with us under our clothes to Auschwitz and Birkendahl. And what God did, ladies and gentlemen, is this. They threw them outside the tracks of Auschwitz and Birkendahl. That's where these are. I collect scrolls. These are priceless. A brand new scroll starts at $60,000. These, you can't get insurance for. Because there's no more. In other words, this scroll was resurrected from the dead. It was brought... Just like Jesus. Oh, I didn't know paper could be brought back to life because ain't, ain't scrolls paper. 
Uh, yeah, it was resurrected from the dead, so now it's going to turn into a tree, Karen. That's right. Okay, thank Back you. Back to life. Many of you have, still have the dust of Auschwitz and Birkendahl on them. And so now I'm going to uncover this. 311 years old, 12 years old, I should say, excuse me, and I'm going to pull off the foreskin of this. We're going to read yeah, it up. Yeah, so they're pulling off the cover of this scroll. You know, this is something, keep in mind, this involves Eddie Long. And they call the cover of the scroll the foreskin. Oh, is they preparing it for sex? Yeah, I, I just want to know, how did Eddie Long control himself from running over there and sucking its dick? Wow. He's like, oh, did someone say foreskin? I, Oh, I'm sorry. I was going to deep throat that thing. That, that got to be cut off first. Sorry. My bad, Eddie fellas. Got to wait. You got to warn me before you say things like that. I, I have impulse control problems. And this is called the belt of righteousness. And when Jesus walked in, so there's a belt around the scroll holding it together. Okay. Holding his pants up. So yes, first sir. you take off the foreskin. And then, then you gotta take off the belt. Down, 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 down. Bow, chicka, bow, wow. Wow, wow. The temple, he wasn't walking into a religious earthly court system. He was walking into a government. He was walking as a judge. He walked up to the bima. He untied the seed of righteousness. So wait, did, hold on. I need to follow all of this phallic symbolism. Um, apparently, uh, they're, Pulling off the foreskin, unleashing it from the belt, and then they're gonna unleash the seed of righteousness. Oh snap! Now, shit, this man. might be too much for the church. I hope none of the kids are in the audience. I said that uh, again. This sound kind of X-rated. I think. Uh, I think it's about to go down on this stage. I know. Let's go pop off that scroll. Yeah. He took the belt of righteousness. He laid it. On the bima, he opened up the scroll. There are thirty-nine lambskins. By thirty-nine lambskin condoms. Hmm. But the scroll made out of lambskin. I don't understand. Is it also oh, the scroll is already protected from diseases? Then. Yeah, because well, no, it, it's protected from pregnancy. Lambskin is not the best protection from disease, though. Oh my bad. Okay. Nine stripes, you're healed. Stop. Every, every column is called leaves. And according to the book of Revelation, the leaves were for the healing of the nations. Mm. We as Jews, we come there, we don't even... I like how preachers can do that pause and people just know to say something. Like, wouldn't that be, you know what I mean? Like, he's just like, and it's all from the seeds of the nation. Mm, right on. <laughs> like, let that nigga, he's just trying to catch us, take a breath. You know, he can't say anything. Uh. Touch it with our hand, we touch it with the finger, the authority of God, only given to one of great authority. 90% of Jews in the world have never even seen, came close, nor touched a scroll because these are kept in arcs behind eternal lights, tell me. So apparently, uh, most Jews don't have YouTube because that's how I'm watching this scroll. Uh, me too, sir. So I've come closer to most Jews, Karen. I guess we have, sir. Jews don't have the internet, according to this guy. No, they don't. This is called the seams. Every one of us was a lamb that had to die, like Jesus did. It takes three and a half years to write a scroll by a sofar. Jesus started his ministry at age 30. He died at age 33 and a half. It takes three and a half years to write one. 
Jesus called himself the Devar Elohim, the Word of God incarnate. He called himself the internal government of God. And these are only given to cities that need to be released. Don't you, you do you feel kind of like he's talking like a WWE wrestler? Is that is it just me? <laughs> In this corner, we have Jesus over here who started his ministry at thirty, who died at thirty three, and was not the, from the dead. No, not an announcer. Oh, my bad. The actual wrestler, like oh, the wrestler dude, like in the ring. Yeah, because he, he's like, and Jesus died at thirty three and a half. So it takes three and a half years to make it. <sighs> That's all he's missing is the, my face. All he's missing is the breathing and the no shirt on. <sighs> Like, <laughs> Jesus. I'm missing the oil, too. I need to skip forward in this shit. This shit is way too long. Bishop, people come. So he's decided. Only given to cities that need to be released into a new anointing. See, it doesn't it sound like a wrestler. Only given into cities that need what the rock is cooking. Yes. <laughs> I have dual citizenship in Israel on behalf of the Jewish people, the land of Israel, and the God of Israel. I want to make a presentation. Praise God. Amen. Bishop, you will come. Bishop, you will come. Praise God. Now, Eddie Long is sitting down and, uh, you know, wearing one of his suits from the Star Trek Steve Harvey collection. And he's about to of get course. up. Uh, and he didn't get up the first time he was called. And some people were like, oh, that's because he's surprised. I'm like, nah, he knew this shit was coming, dog. Of course. He just tried to play the crowd. Don't fall for it. Praise God. He is a king. God's blessed him. He's a humble man. But in him is kinship. In him is royalty. In him was the land of Israel. In him was a K chromosome of that of Coleman Kohanim. He was... In him was the... Yeah, I, I thought it was X and Y. Look, Karen, don't worry about that. You know, in them was the K and chromosome. In them was the king. You know, and in them was maybe, the design of man. You know, and maybe a Z if you're a little jacked up, but I ain't never heard K. In them was the penis of a young boy. Let's go. Brought through the slaves, raised up in a city, and God now wants to release a new anointing. We're in a now, the K chromosome is actually... Uh, Biblical reference to, uh, or biblical scientists say that's the direct chromosome of the descendants of Jesus. So, Eddie Long, kid toucher, descendant of Jesus. He's not even a Jew. I mean, I'm not trying to be racist or nothing, but he's not a Jew. Well, I think the black Israelites will have something to say about that one, Karen. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> For season, ladies and gentlemen, you'll come, Bishop. Thank you so much, sir. Bishop, you'll turn and face this. He now looks as one who was once a slave, and his ancestors were once slaves. He's the first man in 3,500 years of his bloodline to return back to the original, seeing the original scroll, seeing the original letters. Who cut his hair? There are 22 letters on a Hebrew alphabet. Uh, I don't think S-curl is a cut, necessarily. Uh. So. Did he, he go to a, Supercut too? No, oh, I, no, damn. no, I think he goes to the salon, Karen. Come on. Oh, got no Supercut. Well, he did a better beautician. She did a bad job. They don't have they don't have no activator at at, at Supercuts, Karen. 
Oh, they need to get some. chromosomes in your body. The 23rd was added by man. There are 22 amino acids. On Psalms 22, it was written at Calvary. Jewish doctors say when you look at it. Now, see, this is, I hate this shit. He is doing the 5% of Wu-Tang logic. If you yeah. listen to exactly what he's, listen to what he's saying, because he's trying to blank it out by talking real fast. But he's like, there's 32 times 6 times 6 and the millions and millions of people all over the world. <laughs> Mandela! That's all he's missing from this shit. Listen to this shit. Original letters. There are 22 letters on a Hebrew alphabet. There are 22 pairs of chromosomes in your body. The 23rd was added by man. There are 22 amino acids. On Psalms 22, it was written at Calvary. Jewish doctors say when you... None of this shit really has anything to do with each other. No. He's just doing the numbers. Like, he's just making numbers up. There's seven people that have seven things. And they had seven cats with seven names. There's seven... And <laughs> And Kevin I have seven beings that if you put them in the ground, you'll get seven trees. Kevin Johnson wore the number seven. Sprite. You said seven up is just like Sprite. My favorite movie is Lucky Number Seven. Take out the L, flip it upside down. That's a seven. Yes, it is. It's like, dude, you can't just fucking. It's like Papa Wu somewhere mad as hell, rolling over oh, in his you grave. Know he is. Look in a microscope, your cells of your body look exactly like script Hebrew letters. Huh? Let's see, uh, huh? hold up, hold Original up. letters. There are 22 letters on a Hebrew alphabet. There are 22 pairs of chromosomes in your body. The 23rd was added by man. There are 20 this, is, this, is, this is as bad as people that broke down that Wale line about uh, 23 being, you know, and uh, LeBron James in, in Miami and shit. So this is terrible, but anyway. Two amino acids. On Psalms 22, it was written at Calvary. Jewish doctors say when you look in a microscope, your cells of your body look exactly like script Hebrew letters. Yeah, Jewish scientists. <laughs> no other scientists can possibly see that wow. when you look at cells, they look like the scriptures uh, that that is written on this page. You know, only only Jewish people can see that. They got that Jewish science vision, Karen. It's like a superpower. Wow. Uh, apparently, every other scientist in the world cannot understand that. They just don't know. You know, to I guess to uh, Asian scientists, they look like uh, you know Asian symbols of writing. To uh, <laughs> American scientists, they look like the ABCs. Like, come on, dog. What is that? Like you, it's like looking at a cloud and you can see shapes. Is that what they're saying? I guess so. Wow. Anyway, man, there's 22 chromosomes. Let's continue. There are crowns because this is God's government. Matthew 5, 17 through 19. Yeshua said, do not think that I come to do away with my government, my Torah, but to bring it to a greater understanding. For those who teach the Torah, as he will be released to, would consider great in Melchut great in the kingdom of God, the kingdom of heaven, my country on the earth. For those who speak against... Hmm, just looking around the background... Not to be all stereotypical, a lot of black women, no brothers, just saying, just saying. Oh, yeah. We consider least. <laughs> Where are the brothers at? The kingdom of God. Did that just sit in a separate section? Oh, they, they're probably out in the crowd. Y'all can't be up here with us. Got to keep y'all awake. Get out there with your daddy, boy. It's like because of the restraining order, uh, you can't be close to I, you know. I bet you that's uh, anything true. involving yeah. uh, the pastor and foreskin. Nothing. Uh, this is only this is done in the kings of Israel. They surround him, raise it in the air. He now they're wrapping, wrapping the scroll room. They're wrapping the scroll around him. He's 
Uh, I'm not comfortable with the way he's saying real slow, though. This is done in the kings of Israel. They surround him, raise it in the air. He had now wrap, wrap him in the scroll room real slow, real slow. Yeah, yeah, now turn, now turn around. Yeah, yeah, real slow, Eddie. Real slow. Now, uh, take it off. Real slow, Eddie. <laughs> no, no, slower. Follow instructions real slow. <laughs> we got all day. He's wrapped in the word of God. He's sealed by the blood of the Messiah. He is sealed to come out with a new anointing. The kingship within him, the power within him is going to come out. And like this, I mean, look, man. I'm not trying to hate on people that go to church, right? But I'm about to hate on people that go to church. Why the fuck are they cheering for this part so crazy? Like, this is a spectacle more so than anything else. Like, this isn't, you know, I'm learning something about the word. This isn't, I, ta- I got yeah. learned, I taught a new lesson. The pastor gave a good speech. This man is fucking saying nonsense. And the crowd is going crazy like they're watching a fuck, like they're on a roller coaster or something. It's insane. And I bet you half of them don't, which I don't understand what the hell he's talking about. No one about. can understand. He's fucking talking gibberish. No. The average person in this crowd knows not one thing the fuck he's talking about. No. Anytime he start going, there's 22 chromosomes and 23 comes from man. There's 22 days. There's 22 of that. I'm sitting on 22s in the car and spinning 22s. I got a girlfriend. She's 22. She got two twins. You know, like, come on, dog. Like, you're just fucking talking. Like just, and then these people are just going crazy because there's a certain cadence that he's talking with that just gets people like, oh yeah, it's time to go. And then if, if you notice in the background, they're playing this music. Like, listen, you can hear the music almost telling. It's like a movie where how the music swells to tell you to be emotional. Oh, yeah, listen. Blood and Messiah. He is sealed to come out with a new anointing. The kingship within him, the power within him is going to come out. It doesn't matter where you go. Now, how you try to attack him, you can't attack him. He's sealed wherever he works, wherever he turns. The power of God is there. Like, I really, uh, I hate church. I, this just reminds me of how why I stopped going to church. I hate church. Like, I don't, I can't control myself. I don't like the feeling of try, people trying to emotionally, falsely manipulate you with, with bullshit like this. I mean, look. I'm not saying all churches are bad because they aren't, but it's like the times when shit like this happened to me at church, I completely checked the fuck out. Like I'm never coming here again because it's just so like you're holding up a fucking pedophile. You're crowning him the king. You're wrapping him into all this pageantry and you got this swelling music and where everyone's cheering. This nigga fucking rape kid. Are we gonna just yes, see overlook that? Whole are we just gonna thing. pretend like that shit didn't happen? And Why? That his wife ain't there for a reason, y'all. Right. So, cause your what? Cause your kid is enrolled in the school or the church program, you can't leave. You know, I don't get why people didn't just walk the fuck out, man. Why are you supporting this fucking pedophile? And, and shame on these people. These are the same people that probably go and tweet about how fucked up Jerry Sandusky is and mm-hmm. Penn State need to be shut down. And then they talk shit. Then they put on their R. Kelly album and then they talk shit about <laughs> about uh, <laughs> the Catholic Church. Like, come on, dog. Y'all are tripping. Why do you lo- like the deification of these pastors has exceeded any tolerable level it is like i remember um karen used to go to this church when we first started dating a long time ago um it was uh the the ihop international house of prayer mm-hmm. and i went there with her like one time and they were calling their preacher daddy because mm-hmm. that, that i didn't that's what i grew up with yeah they call him daddy something mm-hmm. and the other the, the preacher before that was daddy something else and mm-hmm. and i was like this is bullshit that nigga ain't my daddy 
Like what kind of what kind of shit is this, man? I was ready to go. Like this is like why do we worship these dudes, man? They're just supposed to be a vessel through which the word of God gets delivered if you believe in that. So the fact that we're you know, this dude can go out and, you know, be accused of multiple multiple, multiple molestations and settled molestations and rape of, of, of young boys settle you know go do a speech where he does not say he didn't do it and then you're still giving your money to the church i mean i guess at least you know where your money's going it's sixty thousand dollars at least minimum scrolls you know at least you're getting that out of the deal but i mean i don't know man it's just i don't get how people can't understand this shit like you know what i do because and and i guess for me um a lot of people just period were raised up and brought up in church mm -hmm. and for a lot of those people they've been trained and raised a certain way so it's very very hard for them to push against what has been embedded in them and oh you said embedded and not inbred i see i'm proud of myself i've been listening y'all that's close um, enough i think that for a lot of people it's fighting against the grain. It's fighting against family traditions. It's, you know, for a lot of people, it's more deeper than just going to church. Right. And I think that if church is your thing, church is your thing. But at the same time, you got to realize when situations are fucked up, they fucked up, even in church. Yeah, maybe it's just mega churches that that bother me the most. You know, I mean, they got rid of mega video and mega upload. Why can't, can't get rid of mega churches? <laughs> I mean, can the FBI come in and investigate this shit or something? Shut this down, man. Oh, they will if you're fucking with the money now. Where is Swiss Beats to to get do a commercial that ends up getting the FBI brought onto them? I don't you know. know. We had a mega church in shot that got shut down because nigga was as bad as that money. But yeah, it's just I don't know, man. It's just unseemly because it's it's just one of those things where you feel like it validates your distrust of church, at least for someone like me. When you see this actually happen, because this is something that I've always hypothesized about, like, man, they really worship those dudes. You can get away with murder and people just going to have your back because you their favorite mascot. And people, you know, like cheering for your church like it's a team. Yeah, yeah. And a lot of people get into that and something that a lot of people uh, will never uh, get down to the root of the reality of it. But not all, but some churches are flat cults. And that's something that when you say cults, people think you got to be out in the farmland in the middle of, uh, of Arkansas or Oklahoma. No, you could be up street and around the corner and it still be a cult. Um, it might not fit the quote unquote description of what a cult is, but people's mindset and their mind frame and people can literally be brainwashed by the church, even though people won't, don't want to come out and say it. But it's, it's just a true fact. I mean, anytime you're crowning someone king of the pedophiles on the stage of the church, come on now. shit is not going good. Shit mm -hmm. is fuck. And, it is and, not supposed to be mm -hmm. this way. Mm -mm. And there's something terribly, terribly uh, wrong there for people to continue to support. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't know, man. I, I really do not. I mean, and, and the thing is, the dude is obviously, you know, a shyster. The guy on stage supporting him is obviously a shyster brought on to do this spectacle mm -hmm. and get everybody excited and clapping and all this shit. It's just like a magic trick to distract from the fact that, you know, he's a fucking child rapist. Yes. You know, right. what I mean? it's like, oh, yeah, that's right. Um, I rape kids. What magic trick can we do? OK, today, David Copperfield is going to come in and make the podium disappear. Like, no, man. 
get up there and talk about them children you raped so we can get the fuck out of here and when it comes to uh religion a lot of times people are very emotional about their religion so yeah. i think a lot of times people guilt trip or make feel bad or ashamed when they try to separate a lead but sometimes guess what you got to say it's time for me to go yeah i just think it's very uh it's just disheartening man because like i said this dude getting away with murder and, and i'm sorry but these fucking when you listen to the music you listen to the cadence of the the present uh present pre, the presenter's voice you just hear someone who is just manipulating the emotions of people who just came to chair like they don't like did you you know like when they leave home today and they say well what did you learn in church they're not gonna say what well, did you know there's 22 chromosomes and then there's 22 psalms and they're gonna set, talk to you 22. like a normal person no they're just gonna be like i had a good time they made the, they made the preacher a king and that's then, what they're gonna say and then if you ask them what they preach about they can't remember because he probably didn't preach as we open this up Every ambassador, every king, this is done to every king. We open up and he's hidden in the word of God. He is hidden in the word of God. Hidden from the police. These are called trees. Ah! He sits between two courtrooms. Justice and blessing. I see when he said that, Eddie started sliding away from the justice side. He was like, hmm, I need to get more to the blessing because the justice is after my ass. Ah! They still investigate me. Yeah, can I settle? Uh, can I settle out of court with this justice side of this uh, tour? <laughs> with your ties and Alfred. I speak. So, you, did you hear that? Though you hear how the the organ goes, and then everybody goes insane with the cheering. Like, I, it's like emotional manipulate. It's crazy. Like, listen to this. I speak life for me. I speak life as a Jew. I speak life for me. As a Jew, not as, you know, come on. As, as a Jew. Not as a Christian. Just not, Jew life. Okay. You watch your back. Be Yeshua. Roll it up. I want to show you something. Roll it up. Put the cover on it. Praise God. This will either it's arouse. crazy, man. The that is insane. The, mu the music is just fucking with me because it's just like, dear, 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 cheer and clap now. <laughs> Everyone calm the fuck down. <laughs> and now he's saying some more shit. Well, Everyone well, get well, high. Like At least the music followed the plots better than some damn movies. Yeah, apparently so. You get what you pay for. You sure do. When you're tired at the new birth. That's I'm right. You or to arouse the realm of life. Now put the foreskin back on. Okay, let's get that belt on there. Mm -hmm. mm. And don't forget about you the... You gotta leave so early, young man. The dust from Auschwitz is on there, which apparently they don't know is made of fucking people. So, yeah, that that is people dust you surrounded uh, him in. Yeah, yeah. They don't give a fuck. They're just a shrine to how fucking great Eddie Long is. You have a choice. Now... Bishop, you'll have a seat. Praise God. He's now positioned in a seat of a position of power and authority. He is given within him. 
a belt. Th- he talks like he talks like a magician. He talks like how magicians like, talk when they're presenting a, something, a, a, and they yeah. have something that's the kind of distracting. Right. The fact that, that that it's about to be an illusion. Right. It's like, oh, okay. Now he's, she's sitting in a box. As you can tell, I turn the box this way. Yes. There's no mirrors. Then I turn, turn the box, box this way. You yep. can see that she is inside. She really is, y'all. And I'm gonna take this saw. It's a saw. It's a blade. You know. And I'm like, I'm gonna start cutting. And when I start to cutting, you look over there. Oh, there she's out the box. Where'd she go? You know. Nobody knows. On one side is justice. And the other is blessing. He thou is given the constitution of God as a king. Now they, they gave him the scroll. I give this to you, Bishop, as a sign of covenant, as a sign of release, as my sign of love for you. See, maybe that's what he was distracting from. They did a switcheroo and gave him a fake copy of the scroll. They may have. It was like, okay, bring in the bullshit scroll. As you can see, he's sitting in the chair. Sit right there. Oh, uh, yeah. Switch it out. Hurry up and switch it out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Plus, they ain't getting a real one. Play some more swelling music so they won't pay attention. Amen. My brothers have come forth. Four sons representing the four corners of the earth. They'll raise him up right now. Um, the, the, uh, the, four, the four corners of the earth? The... The four corners. The, Ain't the, the earth round? Um, spears. Not unless you're talking about north, south, east, west. Do spears have corners? Because um, I'm pretty sure the earth is a, a spherical. Uh, Ain't it a circle? Um, just, yeah, just. It's, yeah, I know you uh, say spear, but ain't it round like a ball? Yeah, yes, Karen. Okay. And, also, all these brothers look like they're just from the four corners of the south side of Atlanta. They don't look like <laughs> they didn't get four people from the corners of the earth. Where's the Asian man? Where's the I don't see anybody but just just four brothers. He now is raised up from a commoner to a kingship. Come on, raise it up. And they all lifted his chair up to like above chest what is this, level. This level. Right. You touch the kids out. And they walk him around, holding the chair up. Turn to face me. Hold it in the air. He's no longer a commoner. He's not on the earth. He's raised from earth into a heavenly realm. He's raised in a prophetic position. He's released by God. He's breaking pagan traditions, breaking areas of God. He's releasing Atlanta, Georgia. It's not him. It's the king in him. First of all, that sounds like a rap line. I think T.I. can say that. Oh, yeah. It's not me. It's the king in me or some shit like that. But second of all, like, they literally are elevating this dude to above common normal status of everyone else in the room. And it's it's weird and it's sick to see this type of preacher worship. Like it's like talk about the code of rod. What about the code of Eddie, dog? This is crazy. The code of Eddie Long. Oh, well I guess long live the, the king of the pedophiles. Real long. Real, real long. Well He liked to stroke him long. <laughs> And a long stroke. Yes. All right, man. So we uh, have some other articles. I don't feel like watching the rest of that bullshit. Um, Wisconsin sisters accused of sexually assaulting a man with pliers and forcing him to drink urine. Oh. Oh. 
Mm, straight to the point, ladies. Yeah, two, they're out in the middle of nowhere, but just born out there. Two sisters have been charged in St. Croix County Court with sexually assaulting a man with pliers and giving him urine to drink. Valerie M. Bartke, 24, and Amanda L. Johnson, 17, both of Somerset, are each charged with a felony count of second-degree sexual assault by force and misdemeanor counts of battery and criminal damage to property. Johnson is also charged with a misdemeanor count of intimidating a victim. The felony has a maximum penalty of 25 years in prison. They each are scheduled to make an initial court appearance April 12th, according to the court records. Here we go. Okay. An 18-year-old man told police he was at the Somerset residence October 1st when the sisters punched and kicked him and later put one of the man's shoes in the toilet and soaked the other in the sink. Oh, damn. These girls they go after the, Why'd they go after the shoes? What did mm-hmm. that do anything? Guess she won't be walking away, sir. The man said the sisters later brought him a cup of liquid they said was lemonade and forced him to drink it. It was urine from the sisters. Oh, ow. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't eat the yellow snow is what I always say, Karen. No. The man said the sisters later forced him to undress, saying one wanted to have sex with him. Barkey reportedly pulled and twisted the man's penis with pliers <gasps> while Johnson threatened him with a belt. The man said on a scale of one to ten, with ten the most pain he'd ever experienced, the incident was ten. Yeah. Johnson later ripped the man's shirt to the point at which it would not stay on his body. Johnson reportedly called the man October 27th and threatened him, saying she would tell authorities he smoked marijuana October the 1st. The man denied smoking marijuana, but said Barkley and Johnson did. It's a weird story. Yes, that is. I mean, first of all, you don't want pliers on your penis. No. Second of all, it seemed like something missing from the story. Like I bet how you were just chilling down their house and they just, and they just your beat ass. your ass, jumped on you, tried to rape you, put pliers on your dick and made you drink piss. Like it's more to this story. This sounds like a sexual encounter going all kinds of wrong, man. Yes, sir. Uh this teacher mm-hmm. in Florida. Oh, Florida. Oh, Florida. A special needs teacher. In Florida, could lose her job for allegedly allegedly using hot sauce to keep students in line. Hot sauce. I was really upset. I couldn't believe it. Honestly, I was like, how can a teacher of so many years do something like that? Said Karina Holguin, aunt of the victims. School officials and parents are trying to understand why a special needs teacher will use hot sauce on autistic children at Sunrise Elementary in Florida. Kissing me, Florida. Yeah. I was just shocked and confused. Lillian Gomez allegedly poured hot sauce on the children's crayons before the students apparently kept putting them in their mouths. Oh, because the students kept putting them in their mouths. Just take them away. They got to be traumatized, especially for a kid who can't express himself, said Holguin. The family said the family said after the teacher doused the crayons and hot sauce, the boys refused to touch them for weeks. Well, uh, wait a minute. I think I might be on this lady's side. <laughs> I, think she, like, I think not only did that shit work, but um, it worked really well. I don't, I'm not sure that this was abuse at all. She said, don't put, <laughs> the, don't put the crayons in your mouth and you won't burn. And that's what they learned. And that's true now. <laughs> this might be a Life good teaching lesson. technique. It's like, oh, she broke through but that what autism. What happened if they touched their eyes or something? Well, she broke through the autism. They won't even touch the crayons at all now, Karen. <laughs> She might have solved autism. She figured out a way. And everybody mad at her. 
when district officials found out gomez was removed from the classroom and suspended the superintendent has requested she be fired a termination hearing for the teacher is set later in february man she could be the ann sullivan of autism and they about to damn kick her out of the school oh yeah just because it didn't work right you know because because they don't appreciate her <laughs> methods <laughs> taught those kids how to damn keep crayons out their mouth man um let's see i can't believe he shot me oh the never the story never starts off good like this that's what a shingleton man uh, reportedly said while waiting for an emergency personnel to arrive thursday after his father allegedly shot him after growing irked at his country music karaoke singing <laughs> ah he must be terrible guess the race not black william henry aller senior 70 was arraigned monday in shasta county superior court on attempted murder and other charges in connection with the shooting of William Carr Aller Jr. 50. So, he shot his son, who's 20 years younger than him. Wow. Aller's appointed uh, deputy public defender entered a plea of not guilty on his behalf. Aller's bail was raised from $500,000 to $750,000. He remains in jail. Wow. According to the county sheriff's summary of events, the junior Otter told investigators that the shooting erupted after he and his father argued over his playing of karaoke music. The report <laughs> did not specify what song might have ignited the argument. You think he walked in there and go, boy, this is the 557 time I don't heard some goddamn aching, breaking hard, boy. <laughs> you seen that shit one more time. I put my boot up your ass. Now I'm going to shoot you, boy. Maybe he played some rap. Maybe his dad don't like rap. Must be. He's like, I put Country your rap. That shit don't exist, boy. Maybe he's really bad at it too, you know. Oh, you know he was terrible. I put your hand upon your hip when you dip. I dip. We dip. Boy, like, I don't want to hear that shit no more. Come on, pop. I'm just dipping. Commence the jiggling. <laughs> the um, <laughs> <laughs> the the father argued over his playing of karaoke music. The report did not specify what song might have ignited the argument, and the sheriff's detective said they don't know. At one point, the sheriff's report said that the elder Oliver, who lives in the Sacramento area and was visiting his son's home, so he doesn't even live with him. He was just visiting. Damn, shot him at his own house? He left the residence and made a statement to the effect of, I'm going to shut you up. Oh, oh. Now, anytime an old man says something like that, you need to take that motherfucker seriously. Seriously. Like, All right, you're going to shut me? All right, it's time to be- either, either close the door and be sure he don't get his ass back in now, or you need to leave the residence. He then went to his pickup and grabbed a semi-automatic pistol and pointed it at, at his approaching son, who had gone outside to talk with him. The younger Oliver retreated back into the residence and locked his door, but later opened it after he believed his father had left the front porch. Upon opening the door, however, he was confronted by his father, who again pointed the handgun at him. Damn. That triggered a fight, and the son was, the son was shot multiple times. Woo. He suffered wounds to his arms, shoulders, and chest. Damn. They were like, fuck that. That was some terrible-ass singing, son. That's, that's man. Arm, shoulder, chest, shoes. Wipe me down. <laughs> the younger Oliver attorney has said he <laughs> let's see he said Oliver Jr. also suffered a head wound the senior struggled against the gunshot wound to his leg oh I'm sorry the senior also suffered a gunshot wound so he got shot too the shooter oh. to his leg during the struggle Sheriff's that, wow oh, Sheriff still got him in custody that old man strength ain't no joke wow man that's, that is, that's fucking insane dude Yes, sir. People just out here wilding and shit, man. Just hitting people and shit and shooting them and stuff. I mean, it's your son. Why would you even do that, man? 
leave then that's my thing leave like you go visit your son and this is the what the fuck you uh you know what son i thought we could squash our differences but i see you're really into uh hootie and the blowfish and uh <laughs> you know i swore to god seven years ago when your mother I died that's on one more goddamn time when your mother died by driving us off the road ah to that was song drunk. And all I remember was that her ringtone was, I only want to be with you. <laughs> and I told you the day we put her in the ground, if I ever heard that goddamn song again, <laughs> I was going to kill somebody. And I come to your house for a friendly night of karaoke. And, and you, this is how you repay me? And you play this bullshit? Okay, I'm going to shut you up. And then came back with that gun, Karen. That's how it happens. That's that. That's how it went down. Man, people getting fucked up over all kinds of dumbass reasons these yes, days. Yes, they are. Radnor Township police arrested and charged a Yeadon resident, Richard Little. Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I was thinking, I'm sorry. I was thinking about Little Richard. My bad. <laughs> ah. <laughs> it was Richard Little. Uh, uh, he was a teacher at Presbyterian Children's Village. Uh, they charged him with punching a female student in the face oh good golly miss molly can't believe ah, he did take that, that punch Woo. <laughs> show like the party you better, you better sit your little ass down <laughs> you better sit your little show ass like down before party. i make the right change <laughs> don't let me put down this piano Woo. <laughs> mainline media news reports that a 41 year old little who claimed the student threw chalk at him was charged with aggravated and simple assault as well as other related charges Stu kind of looks like bokeem woodbine too so i can see <laughs> ah! I can see how i could go down that yeah, he, he had that one last incident of racism that just put him over the edge yeah yeah he looked like he was one second from snapping Radner police say the incident occurred at Rad at the Radner school, which caters to children who are children who are victims of violence, neglect, and other serious conditions. Uh, happened at ten nineteen a.m. on January twenty third. Little requested help from an on duty supervisor at Children's Village for the, for help with the stu- with the student who he said threw chalk at him. According to the media news, the supervisor told police he saw chalk on the floor and asked Little to leave the cl- classroom. Little instead pulled the student into the hallway. And was seen punching her in the face hard, hard enough to cause her to bleed. Oh, damn! Police said the other staff members intervened and escorted Little off the campus. After which he and the student were taken to the hospital. Uh, police said the media uh, told the media news that Little's hands and fingers had blood and teeth marks, indicating that punch, punching someone in the face. Oh, he beat the hell out of her. He hit her like a man. Jesus, dude. Yeah, so uh I guess we got the plot the precious too now. I I guess so. You know, she she gets older, she's still dying from AIDS. Teacher start punching her in the face. Yeah, dog. Marries her mama. They need to lock your ass. Monique. Um, you know, it's crazy too about this is I'm surprised and this is gonna sound fucked up, but I'm serious. I'm surprised this doesn't happen more often. Because, like, we're sending teachers into schools less and less trained to actually be teachers. Yes, we are. Because we don't pay them shit, and then we really need people to, you know, baby, basically babysit these kids. Because, I mean, if you're not, if someone's not a trained teacher, and you're just giving them a lesson plan and telling them to go in there and, mm-hmm. you know, make a little bit of money while talking to kids for, you know, most of the year. Um, 
we're kind of you know asking for people that don't have the experience to deal with the disciplinary oh, part of it patience and right. not only that teachers don't get paid fucking enough that that's it when it comes to children we go fuck you you want to raise our kids you want to babysit our kids but we pay people money for other sh- services though yeah um we want to turn them into babysitters like, uh, yes that's what we've done essentially is like this is a place where you drop your kid off for six to eight hours a day and then you come get them after work you know yeah and, and the sad part about it, like you said when people actually are trained teachers you get a whole different level of professionalism even with that even teachers snap. They're like, you know what? Fuck you. You don't throw chalk at me all year long. And they'll snap too after a while. Yeah. I'm Not wrong. always, but you know, most of them will quit. And that's the problem. They quit. Right. And I, I really do wonder if it, this is what happens when, you know, because I remember in Charlotte, man, they fired all of the teachers that actually had tenure and stuff like that. And they ended up, you know, because they were making the most money. Yes. So they ended up going with teachers who, you know, were less experienced and, you know, able to slide in because the standards and qualifications were so much lower. Yeah. And I wonder if that's what happens in situations like this where, hey, this person has no fucking training and no re- no no tolerance and no patience and should not probably be around these kids. That's and, you right. You know, these kids yeah, are... Proper background checks on people, yes. Yeah, and these kids are going up to test your patience. These are special uh behavioral you know challenge kids yes so like all of a sudden you're putting you know you got a powder keg situation you got some i mean because you would like to think that no matter how fucked up teaching gets while i can understand the notion you would like to think that you don't punch a girl in the fucking face like a man you like to think that cooler heads will prevail by that point you know, but but, you, but if you, you don't have it, that kind of training, no. And when you dealing with a lot of people, don't mean no harm that are off the street and, and undereducated. This is what you get. Yeah, I mean, to me, this sounds like something that I would expect you to do, but not something that I would expect <laughs> a teacher to do. You know, like if you just told a random person off the street and said, "Go teach these behaviorally challenged kids." Well, shit, I give them an hour before they're punching people in the face. Of course, but I mean, if it's your job, you would expect that you had some type of training dealing with these issues. Nah, nope, not always. Speaking of teachers. Sheriff's investigators say Mark H. Burnt had dropped off film to be developed at a South Bay photo lab. Technicians processing the film saw dreadful images from a classroom at Miramonte Elementary School. Huh? Children, 7 to 10, tied up, bound, gagged, cockroaches placed on their faces, and oh! worse, said something on cookies and spoons. We ended up finding out... What on cookies and spoons? Hold on. Cookies and... So, okay cockroaches placed on their faces and worse fed something on cookies and spoons we in the fed some- something mm-hmm, on, on cookies, cookies and spoons. spoons what do you think that something is karen i have no idea peace come on or- karen we surveyed 100 people we got answers i need to know what do you think it is karen I have no idea but i won't know this you no Pe- you going to guess karen no, I somebody to no- go to the johnson family i t- what do you think it is? I, I don't know. I told you. Piss. Sperm, piss? Okay. Shit. What is it? Let's go. Let's check piss to see if it's on the board, Karen. Ah! Survey says... Ding! Uh-oh. Piss is on the board. It came in the fifth. Ha! <laughs> I need to guess. We better guess. Now, you can go back to your family and you can try to get them all or you can pass it to the other family. We're we, we going to go for it, Steve. We're going to go for it. All right. Up finding out through DNA uh, that uh, the... Uh, white substance was bodily fluids from our suspect. <gasps> the photo text. Oh, wow. Oh, and you oh. know, and you know what? Okay, I'm gonna say this. He got to be the worst fucking pedophile ever. <laughs> How you 
you're gonna take pictures of a kid like, with all this fucking technology take it like old school to the development place like they ain't gonna see this shit and call somebody Karen, they didn't even have enough nerve to get a fucking digital camera what is wrong with this old man care everybody knows that eight millimeter film is for the classics okay when you're gonna be kid Worst touching, pedophile ever. When you're gonna be kid touching, you don't use an iPhone for that shit, Karen. That is you don't. That is, that is below don't? the standards you, you, of a you, you, of a classic you, connoisseur porn art for uh, pedophiles. You don't use password protected. You don't do that. No. I no. mean, if you want to get that type of uh, you know grainy footage and pixelated, but if you want something you can cherish and take with you everywhere, do you go your ass to the place that? You know, and you know, and I have photos. Question. You go to Walmart and you drop off a roll. That's how you do it. I have a question. How many times has he did this shit before? They went, like, oh, oh, somebody was like, you know what? You might want to look at these pics. <sighs> Old police who contacted the sheriff's special victims unit. This morning, Miramati's principal said the photos appeared to have been snapped in Burnt's class during after-school programs for which he'd volunteered. The doors often locked. Once again, people should not want to be around kids. Oh, anyone, no. that's, anyone that's happy to volunteer to be active, happily it's like ooh, free after school i volunteer Mm-mm. actually we don't want you no we we want the lady right there with the ugly face that said yeah. that she would rather be at home sleeping come on here young lady uh miss johnson i know you said you'd rather have a hole in the head than do be around these children for any longer than you have to but you're actually the only one we can trust because these dudes raising their hands yeah they look a little spermy yes from inside according to some parents it's not against policy to lock doors. Uh, many of the classroom doors would be locked. But now there's another question. Investigators told the school about the case in March of last year. So this wait a minute. Um, it's not against policy to lock doors. Like, but nobody ever came to check and like the door was locked and went. What the fuck is going on here? Yeah. Oh, you had somebody with a key that had access at all times or something. And he's like, oh, eat up the sperm. It's nice and young. Oh. Um, hold on, uh, one second, please. Uh, zip. Uh, I just gotta um, uh, take off this. Uh, yeah, take off this bandage on your face. Okay, cool. Everybody, get back in your chairs. Um, I'm coming, principal. Damn, just uh, calm down. Wow. Shit. Like, come on, man. This dude was felt he. What I'm learning from this is he felt that he could operate with impunity and that nobody. He was sure no one was coming to check on these kids. Yep. District officials immediately fired him, taking him out of the classroom. But an arrest did not happen until two days ago. He wasn't alerted to a lot of the things that we were doing behind the scenes until we had some of the DNA results that took some time to uh, get. In a year's time, though. So Maury can get DNA results in, in seconds. In, in like one hour, you know. And have somebody dancing because they not the father. Right. But this dude, it took them days to get some DNA results and he wasn't arrested for you like a year. You know what? And, and it may be because they had so many victims. Mm. So I'm assuming no mention of the yeah, twenty-three his status or the case to parents. This morning, some of them are not pleased. And the way I found out really just um, made me angry. She tell her to trust the teachers. Um, well, supposedly that's how the teachers are supposed to be, right? And I'd have been mad as a parent too. You go through this investigation, you fire him now, you fire him. There's no letter sent out, there's no warning sent out. I watch the news and see my baby school up on the TV. Yeah, we got some issues, dog. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy, man. I, people, man, they trust their kid. They te- you want to trust your children around these teachers and they punching them in the face and feeding them sperm. I guess so. I mean, what is this, a Chris Brown 
video shoot um <laughs> for the kids all right so apparently an online magazine aimed at university students pulled a controversial and derogatory article about rape victims after a huge twitter backlash it's one thing i like about twitter actually another thing i like i like that people can galvanize and quickly shame people into oblivion <laughs> it's like oh really you think okay you think that's cool blow his timeline up retweet to everybody everybody you know it's just always some assholes like i don't think rape's that bad you're like okay retweet um you know hashtag really motherfucker and then just everybody goes in yes well they can't even log in uh let's see the national union of students in u.s has called for the website unilad uh, which claims to be the number one university student lads magazine and get it and guide to getting laid to be pulled down over the article. So remember, we talked that we had this uh, survey we did and there was a game we all played on the show mm-hmm. where we talked about lad magazines mm-hmm. and their advice in, on getting a woman mm-hmm. matched with rapists. Yes. Actual quotes from rape convicted rapists in prison. And it was fucking impossible to tell the difference. Yes, it was. You know, they would. So, like, it's funny that, you know, not too long later, um, here's a magazine where they have they're publishing an article about, you know, rape pretty much and getting in trouble in an article titled Sexual Mathematics. It stated if the girl you've taken for a drink won't spread your head or won't spread for your head. Think about this mathematics statistic. 85% 85% of rape cases go unreported. Yes, they do. That seems to be fairly good odds. Oh! Yeah. Yeah. So. Oh, they're trying to get a motherfucker stabbed. So they thought that was cool. That's not cool at all. Um, the writer then adds at the bottom of the police, Unilad does not condone rape without saying surprise. Oh! <gasps> Just having a funny Karen's Oh, we just oh we just joking the rape. Oh, yeah, you, we little, we you you raped her, but we just kidding. We just little, little rape joke between our love advice yeah. articles. Put a sperm on it. We just joking. Uh, the article has now been deleted from the site, which appears to be based in the UK. An apology has been posted on Twitter. Despite taking it down, the post has continued to provoke outrage online. Yes. Uh, one Twitter user, Sarah McAlpine, said. Uh, she questioned the magazine over the comments only to find she was asked, are you a dyke by the publication's Twitter feed? Are you for real? Yeah. Uh, McAlpine re- replied, obviously, you know, you did wrong or you wouldn't have amended the article. You are not saving face by harassing me. Unilad then continued. We know we did wrong and it has been removed. That wasn't harassment. It was a suggestion. So they got, they tried to get froggy and froggy. Do, do they not know motherfuckers with the internet can find your ass and find where you stay and find your fucking IP address and stab you? I like that their response to fucking promoting rape was actually to, to fucking be like, oh, dad, that's cause you're a fucking dyke. Like what? what? Like who is writing this fucking, who is writing this shit? Like you guys why, got, why isn't the person on that Twitter feed fired? Right, like, uh, who's doing the damage control for this shit? Nobody, apparently nobody. Wow, that was that wasn't harassment. It was a question. Look, what the no, what? Oh my god, timing is everything. 
Wow. Uh, McAlpine, a recent graduate from Kent University, says she found the site almost laughable. It's one-on-one for misogyny. It seems to be run by a group of infantile boys caught up in a relentless willy-waving contest, measured by how horrible you are to women. The 22-year-old who has, who was the co-founder, you know who these guys are? These are the same guys that come up with those weird-ass sexual m- moves and shit that are about humiliating women. That pads like, yeah, it's called a dirty Sanchez. You stick it in her ass and you pull it out and you slap it on her mouth and you go, dirty Sanchez. And you're like, that, that you, no. No, she's not a fucking porn Sir, star. Sir, have you ever had sex with a real woman? A because real woman. That's what I'm saying. None of that would work. No. Try that right. shit if you want to. You just, you have sex with her from the back and you punch her in the back of the head and then she yells like a donkey and it's the best orgasm ever. You're like, yeah, I don't think you do that. No. Have you ever done it? What what woman did you try that on? Uh, yeah, say that again. Yeah, I'm pretty sure a friend of yours or a buddy of yours but, oh, or a movie oh, saw. It's, oh, is 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 that a slice? no one's no one's doing that shit? Is that a slice around your nipple? Yeah, dog, she cut you. That's what I thought. Right? Yeah, is that a stab wound? Okay, I do believe you did this actually, because um, uh, you are bleeding from the fucking nose. So apparently, she kicked you in your fucking face. Yes. Uh, the 22-year-old who was the co-founder of the Feminist Society at Kent says she did feel there's a culture of misogyny on university campuses. I agree with that. Um, you know what else is funny about that, man? It's kind of sad that it, or maybe this is just where this article went to get like a source of, that they knew would have comments. Mm-hmm. But it's kind of sad that when shit like this pops off, it's always got to be like, well, this feminist society chairperson you know had to say this because you would much rather just be like some random dude who's just like yeah that's that's fucked up they no because it goes back to dudes that won't talk about the shit because right. they feel like they're not the rapists and then like and then the they feel like they're not raped yes so. then 85 percent of women don't report it so you don't you know an average woman not gonna say anything because odds are she's been raped yeah, uh, far from being a harmless student blog, Unilad is a money-generating website complete with merchandise. The site has nearly 70,000 likes on Facebook and more than 2,000 followers on Twitter and claims to have an average daily visit count of 8,000. So dudes are really like this magazine. Yeah, and, and, and a lot of these dudes, guess what? They really rapey. I'm sorry. The website, which uh, was says it was founded by Alex Partridge, has six other writers, including one top wench, Lorna, women's na- national women's officer wow. for the national women's office for the NUS Estelle Hart, uh, has called for the entire website to be shut down it for sh- its misogyny. It should be now. Who can, who gets to decide if it can be shut down though? Is it is it college? It's not college funded, right? I don't know, like uh, because if it's something related to the school, yes, it does need to be shut down. Yeah, it said national. Let's see, website Unilad. It doesn't say that it's actually related to any okay. university. Okay, so no, yeah, we well, didn't know who would shut it down. You know, uh, you would have to fight. I mean, but it's it's still a losing battle just for the fact that people have the right to put out there whatever they want to put out there, even even no matter how uh, bullshit it is. Yeah, and like I said, like this is one of those things where I get that um, this is the risk you take when the joke isn't funny. You said that like, again. We, we make jokes. We make jokes constantly about fucked up shit. I mean, we just were joking about kids eating sperm. Mm-hmm. But there's just like there's a level where it's like you're not even being sarcastic. You're just being mean. That's you're not even right. being funny. You're just you're just actually promoting something. Yes. And that's that's the difference to me. And it's a fine line. And most some people won't even recognize the line. They're no. just like even talking about it is bad. And you're like, well, no. okay, I can't help you. Yeah. But in general, like, yeah, it's promoting rape. 
not really smart dude nah, and, and, and it's not it's, funny yeah and it will have a when you risk that type of humor if you want to call it that it will have it a will have an effect and yeah. then like you say some people equip um they want mean they think mean and funny are the same thing and they're not well speaking of justifying rape okay remember we talked about delicious and her husband's her husband um we played that clip last time yes we did apparently her husband was arrested in the FBI sting. Oh, word. At least that's what this article's title says. Now, I don't like articles that start with, uh, that end with a question mark in the title because, like, did it happen or did it not? Yeah, so they're not actually reporting. But, but people send it to us, and, you know, I get that it's relevant to what we talked about, so I'll read it. Yes. Reality star Delicious supposedly has a whole lot of trouble on her hands these days. It's being reported that her hubby of more than two years, Orlando Gordon, was picked up on Tuesday as part of a major drug bus. So, looks like he might be a drug dealer, according to the FBI. Okay. Media Takeout also reports that the Flavor of Love Season 2 winner's husband was cuffed along with 14 other suspects in a bus that is being called one of the biggest cocaine and marijuana drug rings outside of Detroit. Oh, damn, they're going to get him. Represent 8 Mile. Reportedly, the couple's Franklin, Michigan home was raided by the feds and several kilos of marijuana, grams of crack cocaine, multiple firearms, and a bundle of cash was discovered to the tune of more than $500,000. God damn. Well, maybe now we know why she looked past the fact that he didn't have her back on rape. Uh, yes. I mean, he got that kind of money, man, that kind of drugs and shit. Maybe she just knew he wasn't shit. She's like, yeah, this nigga ain't shit. I'll throw this high grease on you. Now stop talking. Ah! Yo, crack dealing motherfucker. Don't make me bring it up. The FBI indictment alleges that the drug ring started back in 2008 and involved several agencies, including the IRS, Drug Enforcement, uh, DEA, the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, Firearms, and Explosives. ATF uh, special agent in charge, David McCain, said narcotics trafficking along with the violent firearm activity destroys the families and neighborhoods in our communities. Well, I'll tell you this. When the governments come at you with the three and four and five letters, you your ass in trouble. Yeah. I'm serious. When, 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 when the DIA, FBI, ABC, all the motherfuckers, no matter what you do, if they got letters, you in trouble. Anytime the IRS got involved. It's like, oh, oh you know, it's money. ATF, along with its state, local, and federal partners, will continue to aggressively pursue these violent individuals and organizations that cripple our communities with crime. The drug trafficking ring operating or operated through southeast Michigan and hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of illegal drugs filtered into the metropolitan Detroit area, a city that is already plagued by many societal ills such as crime, AIDS, and poor education system. Yeah, you got to word it too, man. Like, how did they even afford to go after these dudes? Because they broke in Detroit. Oh, yeah. It's just sure. like, it's, it's like we can't investigate it. We got to get the feds. Some of the oh, defendants are charged with... Uh, with being felons illegally possessing firearms, the narcotics trafficking conspiracy ch- carries possible sentences of 10 years to life in prison and a $10 million fine. Ooh. And the felon in possession charges carry possible sentences up to 10 years in prison. Uh, Sister to Sister magazine is reporting they spoke to Delicious directly and she insists that the reports are untrue. No one has come here and done anything to us. We're fine, Delicious said. Nothing that, that Orlando was... Noting that Orlando was in the house with her and ain't no $500,000 over at my house. And so the plot thickens. Yes, we will see. Yeah. Because if that shit is real, believe you me, the real news will have it. Right. Yeah. Um. So something happened to this teenager. Um. Let's just make sure that it's not about the community oh, heroes right. helping. 
So uh, let's just talk for a few seconds as it uh, plays some bullshit. <laughs> Before we, uh, this article starts. As they always do. Your message, will we will do your video in the next 45 seconds. Yeah, this happened in our home city of Charlotte, North Carolina. So check it out. Uh-oh. WCNC Charlotte. This is Carolina's News Channel 36. Looking out for you. Good evening, everyone. Thank you for joining us here. I'm Bobby Sisk. And I'm Sonia Gant. Tonight, Charlotte Mecklenburg police are looking into whether one of their own crossed the line in a fight with some neighborhood teenagers. News Channel 36 reporter Tony Burbeck is live with our mobile newsroom tonight in the Reedy Creek neighborhood. Tony? Sonia, tonight we've got the police report and we have the search warrant that says CMPD Captain Charles Atkins got into a fight with two teenagers that live in his own neighborhood. We talked to one of those teens. He says the fight, in his words, is because he caught the captain putting dog poop in a friend's mailbox. This, when he punched me, I had that. That scar, this. 16-year-old Jamel Williams says his bruise... So he was showing that he got punched in the face uh, right around his mouth area. So... That's what he, when he's like, this, this, and this. He's just opening his mouth to show where he got punched in the face by the cop. The bruise is right here from when he shoved me. The bruised arm are a result of getting into a fight Wednesday with Charlotte Mecklenburg Police Captain Charles Atkins on Goldpan Road in the Reedy Creek neighborhood. William says he witnessed Atkins out walking his dog, put dog poop in friend Kendrick Neely's mailbox. He knew I knew it was him. He tried to walk away. William says he and Neely confronted Atkins about it. Man, now they must not have known he was a cop. That true. To just because they, they must have been like, "Hey, dog, why you, why you, why you doing that?" Because to them, he's just a random white dude yeah. that just threw dog shit in his friend's mailbox. mailbox. That's right. So they walked up on him, and then they found out he got to beat him down. Williams yes, they claims did. Adkins confessed to putting dog poop in the mailbox and yard for weeks because Williams says Adkins blamed them for recent neighborhood thefts. Williams and Neely's mugshot from recent arrests on possession of stolen goods charges are on flyers also circulating in... So he was taking the law into his own hand. He was like the dog shit vigilante. (laughs) 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 You know where to find them. Them mailbox smells like shit. (laughs) If we can't get get them through justice, then I'll use my own justice. Yes. I am the darkness. (laughs) I am the night. And I stink. I am the dog poop bandit. Ha ha. Uh, Mailboxes. They st- hand me my pooper ring. <laughs> to the poop mobile. <laughs> Come poop dog. Yes. Let's go Take poop around. Reason. Yeah. <laughs> Williams and Neely's mugshot from recent arrests on possession of stolen goods charges are on flyers also circulating in mailboxes. They say community safety alert but we don't know if Captain Adkins circulated them. William says he found stolen items in the woods and got arrested while searching through the bag. Okay, okay. All right, well, wait a second. Now, while I do believe this cop punched these kids, and he is absolutely wrong and should be punished to whatever the extent of the law can do, mm-hmm. if you really think these these niggas just found stolen goods, in the woods, going through the bag, as the cops just happen to roll up on them. Mm-hmm. You, then you a fucking fool too. 
Yes, you are. Like, I hate when the news does that. It's like, well, we need to present this cop so much as the bad guy that we're just going to pretend that these motherfuckers didn't get arrested for stealing. Yes. It doesn't make it right. Like, no. it, even if they're criminals, it doesn't make what the cop did any less wrong. That's right. So, but they still had to go and try to paint them as like, they're just some good little boys walking down the street. No, no, they probably all responsible for thefts. Yes. They have been caught with stolen goods in the woods, yes. looking through a bag. Yes. Um... But that doesn't mean you get to put shit in their mailbox and punch motherfuckers in the face. It That's doesn't mean that. right. The confrontation, William says he asked Adkins if he was a police officer and says Adkins didn't answer. This is what William says happened next. We're just going to follow to your house, and when you get to your house, we're going to call the cops. And I guess he didn't like that, so he didn't like that plan. He didn't want nobody to figure out that he'd been doing this. I guess he didn't want to get fired or end his career or whatever. And that's why he punched me and pushed my friend. And tonight, CMPD tells us they are investigating both the criminal assault on Captain Atkins as well as conducting an internal investigation into that captain's actions prior to that assault. He was off duty at the time. Tonight he is. Uh, I think he was on duty. You know what I mean? Ah, he was on doo doo. Yeah, he had a lot of duty on him. You know, I don't think he's ever off duty. Mm -mm. He's always on the doo doo. Mm hmm. Mm -hmm. From injuries sustained in that fight. We're live in Charlotte with with the mobile newsroom. Tony Burbeck, News Channel 36. We are told that Captain Atkins ended up with cuts and was kicked and punched. William says he had a knife and showed it to Atkins but did not cut him. Williams is why are they painting these kids as angels he showed him the knife but like he pulled it out like how do you like my knife sir uh, would you like to give me your honest evaluation oh, no, nigga, you punch me he probably pulled his knife out like yeah i stabbed your bitch and he got punched in the fucking you know what fuck this article fuck this <laughs> article. Ah, everybody wrong all y'all deserve each other go to jail <laughs> directly to jail do not pass go everybody and I don't care that the cop was white and the kids are black. Fuck that noise. Y'all are wrong. Yes. Wrong as shit. Do-do officer and kids that steal. Yeah. God damn. That, that just pissed me ah! off. He show Why are you going to throw that in at the end of the article like it's... Oh, and, and, and neither here nor there. <laughs> they pulled out a knife and uh, he just showed it to him. He was just showing it around. You know, mm -hmm. how, you know how people pull out knives. But they wasn't display. sure if he was an officer. That, that was. Yeah. Are you a cop? Well, let me show you my knife. Uh... <laughs> Would you like to buy a knife? I'm, yes. I'll stick it in your... It's, uh, it's already got blood on it from your kidneys. Uh, Houston man... Speaking of knives. Houston man charged in samurai sword attack. Uh-oh. A Houston man was facing charges Thursday after investigators say he attacked another man with a samurai sword. Nicholas Cosmos, 26, is charged with aggravated assault. According to court documents, the victim and Cosmos were hanging out at Cosmos' apartment um, in November when they got into a fight. The victim told police that Cosmos punched him in the face, so he punched Cosmos back. <laughs> you know how That's it is. common sense. You punch me, I punch you back. Two buds hanging out on the couch, watching the game, having a little bro time, and uh, all of a sudden you got to punch him in his motherfucking face, Karen. Uh, I don't punch my friends. When the, <laughs> when the victim turned to leave, he said Cosmos reached behind a desk and pulled out a samurai sword. Oh. You wonder why I don't hang out at Will's house. Say that again. This is why. Because Will would just punch me in my face sometimes. I don't know. And now, next thing you know, he got a sword. Fuck that. The victim said uh, that Cosmos first swung at him in a downward motion, slicing his left forearm. Cosmos then tried to stab him in the stomach, but he swatted the sword away with his right hand, with his special set of skills. In the process, ah! his hand was cut. 
So they weren't that special. Oh. The victim told police. Jack off hand, as you would say. Mm, I hope it wasn't a jack off hand. The victim told police Cosmo swung a third time, striking the victim's left finger and thumb. As the victim ran away, he said Cosmo swung a fourth time, cutting the back of his right leg. Trying to kill him. The victim said he had to get three stitches on his left hand and surgery to repair severed tendons. Ew. Charges were filed for January 24, 2012. But as, thir- as of Thursday, Cosmos is not in custody. They don't take this shit serious, Karen. Nope. And as we say, friends don't punch friends in the face. Yeah. Friends don't punch friends. They, they, they don't. What's so complicated about that? I don't know. I don't punch my friends. I feel like people don't understand the rules of the game. If I come down your house to watch a Super Bowl, don't punch me in the face and try to kill me. Like, I would just like <laughs> ah! to hang out. Maybe have a beer or two, you know? Here's another article, uh, if I can get it to load up. Well, it's going to take a sweet-ass time. But, um, yeah, if I come down your house and I want to watch the game, um, I, I, I normally have a couple guidelines, you know. Uh, maybe you have some uh, hors d'oeuvres, you know, some snacks, mm-hmm. maybe some chips and some salsa. Yes. Um, you know, maybe you have a couple brews. Uh, you should probably have, uh, you know, keep your bathroom clean so people can use the bathroom. Yes, those are the basic. Uh, you might want to, you know, you might want to even cook a, a meal, order a pizza. Um, but you don't punch people in the face and try to kill them. Nope. Well, David, I can tell you that I got a tip late this afternoon that this Butler County woman was in jail, charged with sex crimes against a young teen, a young teenaged boy. That's right. We hardly ever hear of crimes like this, but police arrested this woman, Stephanie Evans, with involuntary deviant sexual intercourse and indecent assault against a 15-year-old boy. The male telling police she asked for help carrying in her laundry. She then locked him into a bathroom, offered sex. He told police he said no. Now, state police arrested Evans at her home here in the Crystal Springs mobile home. Wow. Now. No means no, ma'am. First of all, kudos to the boy for telling the police and stuff. That's Um, true now. Second of all, what are the odds that you get the one 15-year-old boy who is not horny enough to have sex with anything? I know. He was, uh -uh. Uh -uh, uh-uh. I'm saving this dick for Jesus. Praise Mm -hmm. Tebow. It's like... (laughs) He's like, no, no, ma'am. Mm-mm. I go to New Birth. Home Park in Mercer Township, ah! Butler County. Police actually learned of this when the suspect's husband called 911. After the husband says he uh, confronted his wife and his wife admitted to him what happened. We can tell you that. Whoa. What did that conversation sound like? Oh, shit. Hey, uh, Karen, I need to talk to you for a second. Why, why, why was that little boy screaming out of here, butt naked yeah, and running? Um, I noticed when I came home the other day, there was a screaming 15-year-old running away from the house. Yes. And um, the bathroom was kind of in disarray. And I noticed the window was up like someone had climbed through it. Um, you, ain't been, you, you ain't been trying to rape 15-year-olds in the house again, have you? Yeah, and you know what? It's sad, but this might not be the first time she's done this. Right. Like and anytime he just called nine one one, like just, just, yes, Come I did it. Him. Okay, okay. Well, stay right here. They'll be coming to get Stephanie you, baby. Evans is behind bars in the Butler County Jail right now. Reporting live, Emmy Marcinko. Shit. Yeah, she probably molested family members or some shit. It was like, ah, oh, you will not be molesting other people's children. Also, Amy Marcinkowitz, um, you need to step your newscasting game up. Yes, she does. Did you listen to what she? She sounds like she's whispering a secret in church. 
Yes. Crystal Springs Mobile Home Park in Mercer Township, Butler County. Police actually learned of this when the suspect's husband called. She's no. Self-spoken. Yes. Uh, police actually learned of this. You when know, I'm scared. I know husband. the cameras is on, but. I'm just scared to, you know, speak up. <laughs> yeah, I've actually did a lot of Valium before this interview and could not give a fuck about this 15-year-old or the story. Um, <laughs> I just took a quick nap, and when I get home, I'm going to watch some Grey's Anatomy and, yes, and curl I, up with a good book and, and my cat. Yeah, and I know my throat kind of is scratchy here. I'm yeah. wrapped up in this car. It's cold as shit, if anyway, you really know how I feel. Back to you, Bob. Fuck you. <laughs> get the fuck out. <laughs> Gotta learn to emote. You can learn from my from my buddy, who, who she knew how to inflect her voice. A Butler County woman is arrested this week after police say she offers sex to a fifteen year old boy. That's right. Everybody knows that's how you read the news. That's right. Uh, police <laughs> never good when the article stars with police. <laughs> ah! They're never talking about Sting getting back together with his old group, you know? Ah, no, no, I'm sorry. Disappoint you. It's always something fucked up. Yes, it is, sir. A $6 sex act leads to prostitution charge. Some cheap sex? Was had, well, it's more expensive than McNuggets. Was it a discount? Well, it's more expensive than McNuggets, Karen. Was was it the Obama special? I don't understand. Why was (laughs) it so low? And Obama's economy puts it only worth $6. Vote Gingrich. Yep. A Shelby woman faces a prostitution charge at the police say she performed a sex act on a city street. Misty, Mary, you gonna perform it? You ain't got no car. Uh, she performed a sex act on the city street, Karen. You know, some people like to play music to get money. Um, and some people like to sing and dance, and her act is sex. Okay, Misty Marie Coleman, twenty-five. Performed a sex act on a man outside a vehicle on Claxton Drive in exchange for six dollars. Six dollars. Six dollars. Six dollar blow job. But yes, it is, sir. Uh, according to a magistrate's order, Shelby, we didn't even practice that, y'all. According to magistrate's <laughs> order, Shelby's police arrested her on the charge of misdemeanor prostitution. Uh, yeah, I think for six dollars, you it shouldn't be a felony. Just misdemeanor. Police received a suspicious vehicle call from a fucking... And he got cheated. He didn't even get the, the chips or the soda that came with that blowjob. I know. Police received a suspicious uh, vehicle call on Claxton Drive from some hating-ass nigga and spoke, to, <laughs> and spoke to Coleman, who was a passenger in the man's car. Uh, Coleman told the officers that the man had picked her up at Subway. When he was on his way walking there, yes, he said he lost 300 pounds. It's Jerry, Karen. I know this man. <laughs> Me too. The man had picked her up f- from her apartment, and they were riding around and talking, according to a police report. Uh, yeah, they were talking like, yeah, you think if I pull over here, you can give me a blowjob? No? Okay, what about this corner? That's nope. what I want to talk about. Yep. The man admitted to police that he said Col- that he, he paid Coleman for a sex act. The officer, <laughs> well, that's... That's just dumb. Yes. <laughs> Why would you admit that? Like, uh, did, did you uh pay her for some? Or oh, maybe the sale was so good he couldn't help himself. Yeah. Like he's like, he's like uh, it was so cheap. Her sale, her prices were outrageous. It's like it's, it's like people at, at a at a fleet. I mean, at a um garage sale. Yes. Where they're just so proud of the deal they couldn't help themselves. Like, yeah, man. So I legally um got a blowjob, uh, sir. We just. We know you that you probably had a legal set. Yeah, it was six dollars too. Shit. Shit. You can't you can't get no blowjob for less than twenty five. 
Officer D.K. Geens wrote in a report that the man said he gave Coleman a $2 bill and three ones and an assortment of change. Ah! First of all, who has a $2 bill? Did he leave the house and with who six... who cares assortments of change? Like, he left the house with just enough money to get a number two combo at Wendy's. That's it. And was like, you know what? I'm going to turn this into a blowjob. Yep. Um... Let's see. And I like the change part. Like, I imagine I hold my hands out like uh, 23, 24. Ooh, a nickel. 29. Yes. <laughs> Police. I'm going to get a two for two in the morning. <laughs> oh, two, if you mean two for two cracks. <laughs> this is crackhead prices, Oh, Karen. red top, blue top. At least I know what the hell that is. Uh, let's <laughs> two see. for ten. <laughs> Let's see, three $1 bills and an assortment of change, which officers found on Coleman. Police took a written statement from the man, but did not charge him with a crime. So that's why he told. Yeah. They must have been like, man, just tell us what what happened, and uh, we, we'll let you go. Hey, man, I paid $6 for a blowjob, man. I had a $2 bill, three ones, change. <laughs> he came clean. Why you, why you laughing, officer? He was like, oh, I ain't going to jail. Okay. But but you know what? Um, prostitutes need to step the game up. You know, with the iPhones, you can now it's, it's take debit, credit, and everything. You just swipe. See, yeah. she wouldn't even have to be counting change. Uh, well, I don't think crackheads have iPhones because iPhones can be sold for crack, can Oh, my bad. Crackheads don't believe in that. <sighs> I, was, I was trying to help him out. My bad. My Police bad. took a written statement from the man but did not charge him. Uh, so she's scheduled to appear in court uh, in the morning. Um, okay, so we got another article here, and I think I can just play the video, assuming that we have some sort of uh, advertisement before, because you know how we do. Oh, yeah. That day oh, for go straight in. in East Haven, you remember, Aisha, last week it was East Haven's mayor. Today it's uh, East, East Haven's police chief, Len Gallo, an announcement just coming down just a few minutes ago. Okay, now... What he's talking about. Remember that dumbass mayor we played audio of last week? That was talking about the Latinos and he was yeah. going, he, he was going to go 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 buy a, a taco. Go get two ta- a couple some tacos, tacos for dinner. Yes. Okay, well, there that started over a scandal that the police were going around beating up Latinos <laughs> like hotcakes. Yes. So the police chief was forced to retire. So, here we go. The police chief of 14 years will be retiring. That is what his attorney is saying. Retiring, he's saying that he has not been charged in any way. This is not some sort of an admission of guilt in terms of announcing his uh, retirement at this point. You'll recall that uh, the East Haven Police Department has been under incredible scrutiny. So it's not an admission of guilt. He just randomly is retiring as the scandal happens and as his mayor says some of the most racially inflammatory shit you can say. And he got a lawyer. Why? Yeah, He's like, I just happen to want to lawyer up and take some, you know, I think I'm going to call it a career, man. I think I'm, think I'm done. Done mm-hmm. enough here. Yeah, lawsuit coming. I think we beat all the Latinos we can catch today. Yep, that's it because of this federal probe into civil rights violations. And so now we've got the police chief of 14 years stepping down. I want you to listen to what the mayor had to say about this just a few moments ago. You know, he's like, please don't fuck up. Please don't fuck up. Please don't fuck up. Please. Forward with the new leadership, an opportunity for the town to move forward. Now, as you can see this, this time, time, he got people in the room with them. And what is he doing? He's reading. From a sheet of a pre-written statement. Yes. Which is what he should have did the first time. Clap for him. I Bravo, bet, my racist man. I bet you somebody said, you know what? 
I bet you somebody said, Mr. Jew, I'm here to tell you, don't do that no more. You will lose your job. Mr. Who? Jew. That's his name? Uh-huh. That's what I'm going to call him. That Karen, that's racist too. <laughs> You're just as racist as him. <laughs> Mr. Jew. How do you even know he's, he was he, he was Italian? Oh, my bad. He said he was going to have spaghetti. Oh. His name is Joseph Maturo, you racist. <laughs> Mr. Jew. What is, is this a South Park episode? What is wrong with you? Yes, it is, sir. <sighs> you don't see the writers in the background? They wrote that line for me. Mm-hmm. I think <laughs> you need a pre-written statement. <laughs> I do. That is necessary given recent events and most important. And they cut him off, too. They was like, oh, he's not going to say they stupid. Okay, oh, well, back, back to the news. Back, back to the newsroom. We were hoping for some dumb racist comments, but uh looks like he's reading, so uh, we're going to skip back to the news, please. Yes. So again, you've got the mayor saying that the police chief has decided to step aside at this point because uh, the community needs to go through a process of healing. His attorney saying that uh, he is the, the police chief is an unnamed co-conspirator in this federal investigation and that uh, the police chief simply, Aisha, did not want to be a distraction. That is why he is stepping down at this point. So mm-hmm. just to backtrack in terms of what we've got going on here, there's a federal investigation going on to the east, going into the East Haven. Uh, All right, I think he's about to start repeating himself like they do on most CNN news and stuff like that oh uh, yeah and i also i think they was like look we're getting ready to have a crackdown i don't know if you had anything to do it or not but i suggest you retire and get a lawyer yeah so i think dude is done man oh yeah and speaking of done we are done here karen that's yes, all the are. articles for today yes it is um all right so thank you everybody for joining us of course you can find us theblackouttips.com yes yes find all your information that you need right there don't forget this show is sponsored by the audio play from shadow doll productions mommy's will about five sisters who are forced to spend time with their money grubbing biological fathers in this hilarious new comedy that i listened to today myself and for a dollar fifty can't be beat 15 minutes of laughing your ass mm-hmm. off and it only gonna cost you a dollar fifty. Um, so yeah, check it out. Um shadowdollproductions.com slash mw.html. Yes. I will have that link on there tonight. Um don't forget also you can email the show, the blackout tips at gmail.com. You can call the show 704-557-0186. Feel free to follow us on Twitter. Our show Twitter is TBGWT. And my Twitter is at Rodimus Prime. My Twitter is said that again, that as in D-A-T. Don't forget, go to iTunes, leave us a five-star review. We'll read it on the show, live on our feedback show, 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on Saturday mornings. Also, join our Facebook group. We're up to uh, like 25, over 2,500 people that like our page. Mm-hmm. Uh, won't you like us? Why not? Please Favorite see. us on Stitcher, all that good stuff. Uh, you know, don't forget to follow our blogs, you know, we cook medium, uh, dot tumblr, booty picks and jokes dot tumblr, uh, and Karen's, uh, and on top, top of, of that, that dot tumblr. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you know, we appreciate the people. We appreciate you fans for coming out. We're going to stick around, answer a few questions in vocal. Uh, but, um, for now we out. So I love you. You too, baby. Mwah.
never ever say you fall. You need a hero, tell them when you can believe in. And I'm here to save you all. It's a celebration, y'all. Here's Nerdberg, here to save the world. Or at the very least, make a dope rap album. Something dope to make you all turn up the volume. Started out with unhappy hour. Then I dropped two more in a half an hour. Right when everybody heard the dude, they was all like, yep, be a nerdy dude. Rather than get masked with a word of you. I was kinda like, yeah, that word is true. So I went and ran with it, that's the damn ticket. So welcome to my master plan. This is a movement for your amusement, but also my growth and maturation. Too much rapper saturation. Too much whackness, actors faking. Too many faggots blasting Rifles and not enough cats with classic catalogs. Too many whack cats rapping over whack beats. I wouldn't be caught dead having battles on. Listen to your mixtape, laughed and carried on. Up until I damn near crashed my Avalon. I asked where has all the rap and talent gone. But in the meantime, please pass the Talanor. I make songs to the send me to do so. Not cause I'm cool with popular producers. I wish niggas would stop with these losers. What about Pat Poos? I don't even know, dog. Look at these whack dudes trying to get their flow on. No point in those hoes holding on. So let it go. Let a nerd do his thing while I keep the string of classics rolling on. He said this about the time, but I don't believe it. Battles all the time around You need a hero, someone you can believe in Who would never let you down The voice that the world can hear, that the world will fear Who would never ever let you fall You need a hero, someone you can believe in And I am here to save you all Save you all, save you all I am here to save you all Save you all, save you all I am here to save you all So follow me, take my hand I will never ever steer you wrong You need a hero, someone you can believe in And I am here to save you all You said hip-hop is dying, but I don't believe it But it just might if I were to leave it Hey, why is this guy so conceited? Can't expect you to if I don't believe it All of you rapper guys with your rapper lies Sorry guys, but I don't believe them Everybody trapping, where's all the drugs at? Everybody clapping, where's all the blood at? Niggas talk this, talk that, and a third Even got niggas doing gun rap in the birds Paul in the name of platinum and gold With a hoe in the backseat of a lack on the curb Won't be long for my nigga Bow Wow on the track Talking about moving packs of them birds Shit's all silly Game ain't been the same since Lil Wayne went and sold one billy Game need change, income nerd Couldn't care less if my income surge Trying to do more than just spit some words Trying to make something that'll make the kids say word Game need change, rebel music Put your pedal to the metal music Start a revolution or something like it A few gon' hate but some may like it Game need change, I'm the man for it Lot of whack shit, not gonna stand for it Gotta move forward so either roll with me or get rolled over Better choose quickly Game need change Tryna break me a 20 Take niggas money and leave my mark So please be smart Do your thing now cause it's done once they let a nigga see these charts Said hip hop is dying but I don't believe it Matters all the time around Said you need a hero, someone you can believe in Who would never let you down The voice that the world can hear, that the world will fear Who would never ever let you fall Said you need a hero, someone you can believe in And I am here to save you all Save you all, save you all I am here to save you all Save you all, save you all I am here to save you all, so follow me, take my hand, I will never ever save you wrong. Said you need a hero, someone you can believe in, and I am here to save you all. Nerdberg, yo, like I said, this a movement, something kinda deep, this is more than some music. This is me trying to get rap moving away from the place that it's at now. I ain't trying to complain, but it's a fact how, the majority of rap acts are just whack now. And it's whack how, these are the cash cows, so the whack acts just keep coming back. So I figured maybe I could make a difference, even though I'm only one person in this. But you know the saying, every little bit helps, and if you wanna change.